What's up, y'all? And welcome to episode 16 of the Fresh Out the Box podcast. It's your co-host, Daniel Mathoya Jr. at the Schumalier. My favorite dance is the Cabbage Patch. Uh, Mr. Mr. Host, Mr. Man, what's your favorite dance? What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Colin, a.k.a. Kylo, a.k.a. Al underscore Bundy 713 on all uh, social media platforms. Um, the Cabbage Patch is a cool dance, but I'm more of a running man myself. What about you mix them up? Do the Cabbage Patch time and running time. Maybe a little pop lock involved. A little pop and locking? Yeah, Junior, we, we got a special guest today. Oh. Um, the first it. time I met this guest uh-huh. was at a, a Shake Back Sunday. And uh, he had a drone flying in there. What's a, what's Shake Back Sun? Do we need to talk about that at all? Uh, yeah, we can. You no, know, no, it's, it's, a, it's a good idea. Um, but uh, with that Shake Back Sunday, he had a drone flying in there. Oh. Um, it's our good buddy, uh, Chris Cataluna. With the underscore. With, oh, yeah. What's up, Chris? What's going on? It's, um, first off, the name of y'all's podcast sounds racist as hell. Two. Because it's fresh out off the boat. Oh, oh it's it's pretty close, what are you man. Implying, it is not Chris? fresh it's out the boat. Pretty close, man. I don't know. Hey. I might have to call the FCC. No, on you, know, y'all. You, know, you realize that we've had one white guest in the history of this podcast. The rest of us are some form of brown. I don't know. Shout out to affirmative action, Tay. I, I might need to call FCC on y'all for that. But uh, yeah, it's a uh, Chris Catalunya with an underscore. You can find me at Chris Catalunya everything with an underscore. YouTube. On trade block, trade block. Oh, yeah. He's he's sport. He's major trade block today with the hat, with the shirt. Gotta represent. But I, it's funny because I completely forgot that this is uh, audio only and not video. <laughs> Y'all just need to post up an iPhone somewhere and just record because well, man, I know the DSPs. There'll be a picture on on the Instagram. I mean, pictures are cool, but we'll make it to a real podcast. Like oh, everyone's taking off on YouTube and whatnot. But um, I mean. This Outside is worse of that, than we I had Taylor on last week. Well, this is why we have you on to like, uh, you know, talk give, us, give yeah. us the nudge. Oh, we're going to talk some shit. Oh, my gosh. Well, we got a, a, another action-packed episode. Action-packed. Yep. Um, Junior, let's start off with you because, of course, you bought some shoes. What were your latest pickups? All right. I only got one because I was out of town all week, but I stopped by my second favorite sneaker store, Out Hyped. Okay. Saw the boy, Alan. What's up, Alan? And he, uh, he had some of the... Uh, Black and white uh, uh, Jordan 85s in my size. I had store credit, so I used it. I was hoping to pick it up at my favorite sneaker store, but I think the sizing just didn't work out. And yeah. so managed to get what I wanted. So I'm happy. I got it. Didn't really pay anything. I you know, just had store credit. So that's what I got. What's this up? Uh, uh, a Panda High. A, a Panda High. Shout out to George. A Panda you know, High 85 to be exact. Yeah, um, did I have anything this week? I think we. Th- I think I talked about the denim pair last week. Um. Um. Oh, I did uh, cop a pair of Travis Scotts. Oh wait. Yep. Oh, the olives. Uh, yeah, the olives. So you know, you know, Taylor's heavy in the olives. Remember that from last episode? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Um, but I think, I think that was it. That was it. Kaluna, you have any uh, pickups this week? So I got the olives, the Travis Scott olives. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I'm. Not- you've you've had them for a while though, right? Like to be honest, this is that's my favorite Travis Scott colorway. Um, yes. sorry, Jordan One Low. That's Ever? my favorite. Oh, Travis Scott Jordan One Low. It is a good colorway, man. Because yeah. if you think about it, it's predominantly white and black. It has the uh, inverted uh, swoosh, mm-hmm. and then that uh, like vintage size or um, aged uh, midsole. Mid-tall. Yeah, it's it's a good one. I don't know. And okay. then my other pickups were the the uh, what is it the Nike customized thing Nike B- uh, Nike, Nike, Nike by you by you by you I think it seems like they keep changing the name to these things it used to be Nike ID right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and so uh, I made one in Filipino colors Filipino flag colors so 
um, the red. I, I white. remember seeing someone post on Twitter about how people customize and they're just basically creating pre-existing dunks already or anything like that. Well, is that a pre-existing dunk? No, no, that, you're the one. Air Force. You're the one, one that posted that, right? You're like people just end up. So, like my problem with Nike ID is people be posting like pigeon copies. People be yeah. posting like like Stussy copies. That's that's my issue with right, Nike right. ID. Like, why are you going to copy something that's like great into a Nike ID? Like, that don't that don't make sense. To I me. got you. I got. But when when Ultra Boost was doing that, I I made a was a color K O L O R. Because I wasn't able to get that, so I kind of made my version, so I can understand why people do that. But you know, whatever, I I, I don't care. No, I uh, I get it, man. Because uh, I've done it also. Like uh, of course, as we all know, the superior silhouette is my favorite uh silhouette. Nike Dunks, huh? I said superior, no, not inferior. Um, but uh, what I like to do is like my favorite retro one colorways on the Air Force One. So like recently, um, I got one that I made. I haven't put a trick on it yet. It's like a uh, lost and found a Chicago colorway. Um, in the past, I've done like a patent leather bread. Can I interject? Yeah, what's Ooh. up? So I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Chicago, like the Code.JP's pandas, or pandas, Code.JP dunks have been done. And then people go into Nike ID and doing Chicago colorway dunks. So like you're doing a different silhouette. You're doing mm. Jordan 1 to an Air Force 1. Yeah. I'm talking about existing Dunk silhouettes, yeah. But see, creating I, Nike ID. I get them. that too because if the resale is like nine hundred dollars, sure, then sucks to suck. If you don't no. get it, that's Dang. that 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 sucks, man. Guess that's what, everybody? Sm- Cataluna's wrong again. Like, yep, yep. Just trade I'm for it. I'm telling you, right? I, I, right? You can just make you a Nike by you. Oh, Either that or would you rather that or fakes? Uh, so I would rather. Nike by you. Oh, I thought you were going to say fakes, right? <laughs> I, I don't condone fakes Whoa. at all. Whoa, that's a hot take. How is it a hot take? I'm just, oh, I'm just joking. Joking. <laughs> I'm like, bro. Say, you we... should have scrubbed your social media, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we found some old tweets here that we'd like to talk to you about. <laughs> Definitely not. But nah, okay. so, so what did I say? Travis Scott, Filipino Dunks uh, by you. Um, both... Of the run the jewels, I got I hit on run the jewels high at no comply, uh-huh. and then I traded Hashtag rigged. I traded for the run the jewels lows. What did I trade? Adobe dunks, and then I traded uh, the noter dunks. What the hell, mate? Oh, a two for one, two for one. Oh man, wow. I was about to say, who in the hell made that trade? Yeah, the noter dunks look great, but I was never gonna wear. It. I, I I understand the culture about jean shoes or mm-hmm. jean looking shoes. Yeah, but that's not me. That's not me. So when you cop the notice, was it for like a trade bait? Trade bait. The whole time? Yeah. Mm. You mad at it? I mean, a lot of the time when I'm operating on trade block, uh, I don't know if we have already discussed that I work for trade block. A lot a lot of the, the trades that I do aren't necessary for me, but are for like strategy plays for down the road. Because mm. I see trade block as a game to get what I really want. That's versus hard. a lot of people, they use trade block like, hey, like, let me get this. Let me one up this guy mm-hmm. or whatever. And I'm... That, that's not how I operate. I understand if people want to operate that way to each their own, but Heard. that's not how I that's operate. Smart. That's a smart way to play. Um, we haven't done this before because everyone's taking their shoes off before, but um, what shoes? Chris is wearing his shoes right now for us. Yeah, what you got on, player? Yeah, what you got on, dog? Yeah, so... Uh, Looking real blinky over here. Yeah. Today, I was, I, I was actually going to wear um, the Sea Crystal Dunks or the Cliver SB Dunks. But uh, after I saw last night, was it last night or yesterday, when uh, Dr. Greg Grovey was wearing his blinks, 
It was yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what were they? The, uh, the Yeezy, Yeezy Blinks. Yeah. I was like, okay. I feel some type of way. So you- and so I went all the way. I went 30 miles back to <laughs> my storage unit uh, near my parents' house near SeaWorld in San Antonio. Shout out to SeaWorld. And um, I'm on the show, Shamu. I was like, I'm, I'm wearing the Blinks today. So yes. I got the shout out to Dr. G and yeah, Clarify. So I'm not wearing the blinks. Uh, for anyone that's listening to this right now, I'm wearing the Nike SB Dunk High Northern Lights, which was inspired by right. the blinks. I think they're great. Thanks. I gotta admit, man, for a little brother pair of shoes, mm-hmm. those do look pretty sweet. Hey, you know, AM has a good year once every 15, <laughs> 20 years. So that's that's a Johnny Manziel S performance <laughs> right there, man. <laughs> Johnny Foosball. All right, let's get into this. All right. right. We've already been talking for an hour. We got a bunch of questions for the good brother, uh, Chris Cataluna. Mm. Um, First off, uh, Playoff Retro 8's gearing up to make a return for the first time since 2013. Junior, how you feel about that? Oh, man. Well. You don't strike me as a Retro 8 type of guy. I'm not. I'm not. Um, It's not. I've got skinny ankles and skinny legs, and I always feel like certain high-top shoes don't look good on my feet. And that's one of them that I feel like I'm wearing big old, like, alien stomper boots. It just says, I, it's just what I, I love. Look, alien stomper. Yeah, I said that for you. When I look down on it, that's what I think. I imagine they would look good with the sweet pants, though. Um, you know, I, I'll rock a good pair of pants, that's yeah. for sure. Um, I like the colors, though. They're fine. You need a retro of the, the alien stomper. I think it's right on time You'll as be right far on. as, uh, like... The, the time away mm-hmm. it's been what 10 years at this point yep the last time was kind of lackluster because there was so many retro eights coming out they've pretty much starved the retro eight with the exception of a few colorways up to now um so i'm excited about these uh go ahead and give the people what they want as far as like aqua eights i think that's one that everybody is looking for yep uh question for you cataluna um how do you how do you think the retro eight will be received this time around from the community I mean, I don't, I, I think it's going to end up kind of like how big bangs are, mm-hmm. like where they're sitting on shelves or not necessarily sitting on shelves, but it takes a while for them to sell out. I mean, I'm pretty sure some stores had to RTV those big bangs or they that was a surprise, man. It really was, man. For us, it was a, of course, bigger sizes blew out and we had like seven and a half, eight, eight and a half left. But, um. I kind of get that fashion-wise as far as, like, where we're at in fashion in the sneaker community. The Big Bang is such a, like, basketball shoe. But um, with the Retro 8s, I, I think it'll definitely be a sell-through. It might be some uh, more rural spots that, like, you know what I'm saying, have some stock uh, um, left over. Um, another question for you. Is this the ultimate cheat code going with OG colorways when it comes to Retro and Silhouettes? I th- isn't their game plan to retro so they can produce new colorways of that silhouette? Makes sense. I mean, when you look at it, like um, Air Zoom Generations, they're going to hit you with the first games. Mm-hmm. And I think we've already seen three new colorways pop up. Right. So, like, it's a, like we talk about, like, the, the medicine in the, <laughs> uh, the candy. You know what I'm saying? We give you this one, but from a, you know, retailer perspective and ordering – um, we want you to order these other three colorways as well. Right. So, oh. well, I kind of feel like, like, didn't we just get a phone posit release maybe a year or two ago? Did that sell through? Which one? Um, was it? I mean, the gray one came out, right? The gray one, it wasn't a year ago. That was, yeah, but it was a 
a few months you ago, had right? The gray one, you had the black one. Um, then you had the Penny PE come out. Um, damn, I'm trying to think. I think. Well, I right. feel like the rookies try kind of like try to like kick that whole thing off again, but did, I feel like overall the effort kind of yeah, it was, it was just a different time, and I feel like Nike basketball couldn't miss back when uh the rookie came out, and then you throw a Galaxy uh colorway on top of it. It's kind of like a consolation prize for the people who missed out on the f- Galaxy foams, and um. Like once again, we're just in a different time for like Nike basketball. I feel like they're trying to ignite it again, but I just don't know how successful they'll be. All right, next up, um, official images of the superior silhouette Air Force One Comet slash Four Pete have surfaced. Um, is the swoosh targeting women as the main demographic with a release like this? What you think, Junior? I know I'm talk, I'm super geeked about. You're talking it. about it's it's that dark navy blue, right? Uh, all white with the uh, like satin swoosh, oh. like the red outline with like the four peak years on the back of it. Uh, oh, okay, okay. So okay. I think it's like ninety seven, ninety eight. There's a different one. There's a mid. Okay, that's that's that what one. I was looking at. The mid when now if it was the mid navy blue, I would say no to your question. But I can see the white one being something that that female. I'm not a female, but. I think my wife would like that one. It's got red. It's got navy blue. Is that another colorway? Damn it! Yeah, it's a mid. One. It's got the, the the strap. It says comments. Yeah, it's got the same stuff on the back. The the. Well, four. you know what? That that totally changes everything. I wish that was a low top. I prefer that one if it was a low top. Also, man, I, I think they try to push this like heritage shit with the with the mid top and the high top, and it's like, right, like people just aren't in a high top and mid top like. No. State of mind, you know what I'm saying? Like people just like low tops, man. They like yeah. the versatility of low tops. Like they work. It was low tops, man. Man, I I get that, and I think it's pretty sad, especially since I'm wearing highs right now. I mean, it's it's a craze, or it's not a craze, but it's something that's happening in the dunk world as well. Like you have Taylor, you have me that are like dunk high people, and mm-hmm. then now the whole culture is like converted all the way to like dunk lows. It's just crazy because. Like the sea crystals that I was gonna wear today, the sea crystal highs, people for, prefer the lows. And I'm like, bro, like it's all about the highs. Like, what are y'all talking about? And like, you can see that the resale for the highs are a lot more than the lows. But the culture, like when I put an Instagram post saying, what do you prefer? And then have them side by side, like on foot, everyone goes for the lows. It's just that, it's, that's just the type it's of age that we're looking Well, yeah. when Travis Scott created the dunk, he was really all about the dunk low. All right. So. <laughs> I'm going to need to end this podcast. <laughs> wait, 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 I'm confused. The dunk hey, that existed before Travis Scott but, but decided serious, to bring him back? Serious question. Like, the low That's came so first, bad. right, on the sea clothes? I don't think so, because the low was based off of... Maybe I'm um, talking about the wrong one. Is that the teal one? Wait, like oh, teal you, mean, cream? you mean the sea crystals? Yeah, see, maybe that's what I'm thinking about. So the sea crystals, the, the highs came out first. Okay. And then the lows came out. Okay. Because I think they were different boxes. I think the sea crystal highs were the teal... Bo- Oh, so that was around that time they were doing high, uh, reverting low top de la souls to high de la souls and flipping it and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. yeah. See, for nostalgic purposes, I totally agree with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, give me the high if that's what like initially came out. Highs are definitely the move. Especially I mean, if like a it's funny person. because I I think the highs came out first on these two, but people prefer. Uh, um, the blinks, I'm sorry. Oh, the blinks came out in highs first, I believe, and then the lows came out, or maybe they came out at the same time. But people still prefer the lows over hmm. the highs. 
So, so yeah. y'all can't tell this. We have a guest, Taylor, previous uh, guest, Taylor, is sitting in the That's audience. executive producer, TG. Yeah. He's off camera, off mic. Yeah. So if you hear like, but, he but can come over and talk on the mic. Going back to this Houston comment shoe, uh, forgive me, I don't know if my, my WNBA teams, is this, is are they still... No. no, so that's the thing, dude. My mom was a season uh, season ticket holder for the comments. Like she went with a uh, group from our church. So anytime she didn't want to go to the game, I would go to the game, and you know she would pick me up and everything like that. But um, yeah, like they this, it's Tulsa? weird. Are they like, the Tulsa they, team now? No, no, they, they don't exist. They're done. They don't exist. Yeah, no, like, like they didn't like move to another city. Or Not nothing. like the Silver. Stars. They won the yeah. First. So the Silver Stars they moved to Vegas to Vegas yeah. to become yeah. the Aces, and Becky Hammond's their head coach. And I, I felt some type of way of that because I, I actually interned for the, the San Antonio Spurs uh, organization. So when that happened, I was like, she's just getting her head coaching chops to come back and take over for Pop. I, I don't know. Toronto Raptors are, are eyeing for her. She's, uh, she, she's been flirting. She should have got. What's the job that she should have got that they, uh, oh, man, I can't remember who it was. And they hired some like NBA guy to be the coach. I don't know. Was it the Blazers? Yeah, it was like Chauncey Billups. They hired Chauncey. Chauncey. They, yeah, yeah. But man, it's really gonna take. Damn, now we on a WNBA yeah. tangent. Yeah, but um, Chris. but 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 quickly, like it's gonna take um a position where she can like, or a city where she can like get her coaching chops. Yep. And it's not. I, I don't want her to go to the Clippers because people in LA are gonna be shitting right on her. her. Heart, what, yeah. what is she doing? You know what I'm yeah, saying? At first. Yeah. First, uh, taste of losing, but like you go to a Toronto, mm-hmm. you go to um Orlando or something like that, mm-hmm. and Antonio. and she would have to support a pop, but she we got I mean, we got people who come into the shop now, man, who be like, yeah, man, I used to be a Spurs fan, man, but you know, they, they, just, they just suck now, and it's just like, oh, you're the worst fan, yeah, ever, exactly, Not a fan, the ones yeah. who didn't know about the Spurs till '99, and they're probably from Austin, probably they probably. Oh, I, didn't we sell out those two games? No, y'all didn't. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I, y'all, that's what y'all recorded on paper. There you go. Hey, just like, you got, you got hey, man, him, it's like Nebraska Corn You got him riled up now, man. You know, for someone who uh, works in Austin, he sure hates it a lot. Oh, I work here. I don't live here. <laughs> but but so you live in San Antonio, but you support Houston sports teams? I'm very confused about this, Christopher. What are you is, doing? Is this, hey, sneaker, <laughs> is this a sneaker podcast? No, 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 you fine. brought up the WNBA. That, that's fine. Let it ride. All right. No, when, no, no. When, fine. Whatever. When you, when you edit in three hours, <laughs> you just go ahead and Wait, take I'm complaining that. about having to edit All this All right. Let's, thing. let's get back on track. All right. Now, what were you saying about the... the uh, yeah, so they won the first four years of the WNBA's existence. I don't know what the hell happened. I think they went bankrupt or something like that. They just don't exist anymore, man. So, weird flex, but okay. All right. Next up... um. Olive Retro 5s are confirmed for a return in 24. Can we expect to see the rest of the LS Retro releases return in retro form? Mm. What you think, Catalona? I love these uh, uh, Olive Retro 5s. I'm actually excited about it because, I mean, you all know we didn't cop the last time. But... I did. Oh, my... you did? Dude, I was on Nike Talk heavy. Ooh. That was my sophomore <laughs> year at UT, bro. I copped... that, that was the first shoe I copped off of Nike Talk, man. Really? Wow. And it was like, dude... I don't know who this cat is, but I'm just sending him a PayPal statement. <laughs> friends, family. Right. <laughs> friends, family. That's the first one I found out about friends, family. Because besides that, it was eBay. So, like, you had to do, like, you know, the percentage of, of the payment and stuff like that. But, man, bro, and he came through. So, like, there you this, go. this is one of my most, this is probably my favorite LS colorway. 
This and the uh, Black and Carolina. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that 100%. I have nothing else to add to that because that was just perfect. First of all, not a five fan because of my skinny skinny ankles. Um, And then I'm not a dark. I I don't mind like the light. You're not a what? Dark olive fan. I'm not a dark olive fan, Christopher. Man, speaking of getting dark in here, geez, come on. (laughs) Man. All right. So next we got a weekly release recap. Uh, First one. Well, we talked about the latest pickups, uh, Air Jordan 1 Low, Travis Scott. Um, per usual, this was a good one. Shout out to the first family of Kicking It ATX and uh, your favorite sneaker social. They sure are. Um, we, we hosted a, uh, a, a IG Live where you could pick trivia or mm. our finish uh, lyrics. Um, and as always, it was pretty entertaining. <laughs> I um, applaud you all for that. Yeah, that's because, great. I mean... What other sneaker shop has the time to go up on Instagram Live and chop it up with their community and ask dumb questions? And, I mean, if you get the question right, you get it right. If you don't, you look like a fool. Boy, it's funny. Because you you tried. Not not too much on the questions. I made those. (laughs) Not too much. But, no, yeah, I I totally agree with you, bro. Like um, like we talked about uh, on TG's episode, like, you got to create a spectacle. And this one was a little bit tougher just because, um, you know, we, we were waiting on a green light. It didn't come until, like, maybe, like, 48 hours out to where we could really start pubbing it. So, like, with that, I understand where, why other boutiques would say, let's just do a raffle. But at the same time, it's like, man, like, you don't get too many occasions where, like, you demand the attention of your consumer no matter what because they're trying to get this pair of shoes. So, um, it, it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, in my opinion, a, a home run for us. Again, per usual. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next up was the uh, Air Force One Superior Silhouette. Hashtag Superior Silhouette. True that. True that. Uh, Four Horsemen. Mm. Um, I didn't really think this one was going to sell out. This is a, a Usher Raymond's Let It Burn type of pair mm. uh, where, like, it's good to have on the shelf. Um, you have a chance to educate customers. Um, but um, I, I wasn't expecting it to sell out, man. Catalina, what do you think about this pair? They shoes. Huh? <laughs> their shoes. That's it. They I they go on your oh, feet. Their shoes. I, I mean, I like them. One forty. That's kind of steep for a retail price. Oh my! I rather just get some regular basic Air Force Ones and customize them or something. Slide around the garage in them, huh? Man, a video about it. Oh world, man. Did they not come with a vintage midsole? Because I'm looking at two different pictures right now, and one has a vintage midsole, and the other one is a complete. Nah, that might be an OG white. pair okay. with the vintage midsole. It's 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 a whited out. Um, another quality pair, like you know, it's, it's what I expect uh, with a hundred and forty dollar price point. Like good tumbled leather, genuine leather, um, good embossed um, swoosh. So yeah, I think I think it's a cool one, Junior. What you? I mean, we talked about yeah. it, but I like it. I like it better than just calling it a shoe. Yeah. Shoe. Nothing special. Libra, Libra over here, soccer, all right. man. It's all good. I mean, they come out with better GR dunks than this. Yeah. G, sorry, GR SB dunks. Highs? Yeah. Totally. Nah, hey, you got to take the good with the bad, bro. Oh, I'm, I'm totally fine <laughs> so with that. I mean, we, we had the NAR Hunters, which were dunks. terrible. We had the, the Faust, which were terrible. They, they weren't GR by any means. That's all right, but, man. Hey, you know. Yeah, I know. I know when we have bad SB dunks. Panda dunks are as tough as a. Uh, 
Two dollar steak in, in Vegas. I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure when Panda Dunks drop in your shop, they're selling out. You still got Air Force One selling. Oh, we're gonna talk about that. Don't you worry. Mm. Don't mm. you worry. All right. Uh, lastly, uh, for weekly release recaps, um, Air Jordan Three uh, Retro Wizards. This was a cool colorway, man. Um, did they sell uh, out? Yeah, they did. Hey, really? Yeah. I was wow. afraid for y'all. No, I, I I knew it was gonna sell out. Um. They they end up selling out for us, but um yeah man like it's it's a cool colorway um very reminiscent damn near twenty with the true blue three um but um it's it's a pair I wasn't really on the fence I was like no nah, I think I'm good but I, uh, shout out to homie VD who works at the shop with us um he bought them and put them straight to feet and uh, I was like damn those look good man those look real good and then uh shout out uh chicken tender poppy Keenan um he came in with the matching wizard shorts. And I was like, oh, damn, bro. I was like, Put the fit together, huh? Like, only thing missing is the fit stuff like MJ, man. So, but um, yeah. What what you think about those? I actually liked them a, a, a lot. Yeah. I didn't like them a not, a, enough to catch them. Um, But I was actually really surprised. I, I was going on Twitter. You know how it is when you go on Twitter and then people are like talking mess about the shoe. I was really scared that, that she was not going to sell out or whatever. But I, I like the shoe a lot. Not enough to cop them. What were they saying on Twitter? Oh, a lot of these were like bricks, 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 and I, I don't like the term bricks. I'm, I'm, I'm of, I operate on the narrative of get whatever you like, and if it sits, it sits. Exactly, it doesn't really bro. matter. Like if it's just on the shelf, I don't care if 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 I'm gonna wear what I like. It's a personal basis for every customer, man. man you know what? And while we on it, like I hate the term bricks just for the simple fact of like it uh it gives a ode to reselling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, hey, bro, if I genuinely like a shoe, I don't give a fuck what it resell for. Correct. I don't care if I'm the only one that buy it. Like, I like it. So I'm going to buy it. We got to get back to uh, Young Bucks and uh, adolescent middle school and high school as being cool again, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like everybody's walking around with, uh, you know, Travis Scott money or some shit like that. And uh, Parents that's, are. It's, it's not the case, bro. Like, it's, nope. That's just life. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you, uh... You you became cool from your struggle of not having the financial means to get every Jordan. So, yeah, man. Y'all do better with this brick shit, man. Blame the parents, man. Uh, Wait, it's, it's, did, didn't you buy your kids like like some hype sneakers? Yeah, but she's like six. <laughs> okay. You know what shoes she wears? So, the cheap ones that light yeah. up. <laughs> That's true. She well, I honestly I buy the shoes because we take a yearly photo and it's like, all right, we're gonna match. Like this past Ooh. year's was the uh, bubblegum, like pink ones, so we all wore those. And now, Let me guess you go to Highland Mall, you get the airbrush <laughs> background. <laughs> I miss Highland Mall, man. Oh, if, if y'all are from Austin, man, Highland Mall was it. It was dangerous. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. It's kind of <laughs> like, like being. It's, it's kind of like being black. Hey, man, this shit kind of dangerous, but it's cool, man. You know, like it's. <laughs> I rolled, rolled up there in ni- 1993 on a Saturday oh, with man. meet a girl to go on a date. At the Jeez, mall, dude. at the food court, at the food court, you walk around. <laughs> that shit was like a uh, Austin's Astro World, man. Like, because like, <laughs> we didn't have anything dude, else if you were, to do. If you were in middle school or like a high school or even in college, like you go up there from release date to close, dude, and just walk around. Yeah, we can go to the mall. My parents drop you off. Yep. Give you twenty bucks. <laughs> Make it last. Get you some. Uh, some some goddamn uh, chicken teriyaki from a uh, you, you eat all yeah, the samples <laughs> from Sarku. You go and listen because they used to have the headphones and you could just like listen to stuff. Yep. Or if you're an employee there, the 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 fifty cent drinks at Thirsty can't beat it, undefeated. 
Dang. 50 Cent Ruby all day long. I miss Orange Julius. It's funny because I wasn't even an employee there. I was an employee like at a different mall in San Antonio, but I still knew to go up to Thirsty's and get that 50 Cent. It's the pack Sundays. (laughs) Oh, bro. You remember like like, like when the track meets? Yup. Test relays? Yeah, Mm. test relays. I love those. That shit was a movie. Yeah, that was that was a, by far the most entertaining day at, at Holly. <laughs> you can't beat it. All right, guys, it is now time. Oh, for our feature presentation. Ooh, that was pretty good. I do what I can. Thank you. Um, Glide Drexler and the art of content creating. Glide Drexler. When you said that, <laughs> I, I was telling my wife, "Go." She said, "Who's on the podcast?" And I told her, and I go, "Last week." Colin said glide direction. It flew over my head. I didn't realize it until I was editing. I was like, oh, shit. He was talking about Chris. Yeah. Yeah. All right, brother. Uh, We have a series of questions. I want you to answer them honestly for us. So our audience can get to know you a little bit better. Shout out, George. You don't mean that. Do better, man. (laughs) You say panda dunks, man. It's like poopy with a crack pipe, bro. Do better, man. play right there. Too better, man. Terror Squad Panda. Ter- oh, uh, all right now. We're <laughs> about to witness. All right, our first, first question: the uh, What's the sneaker that got you addicted to Fresh? So, what's Wait. the first sneaker where you was like, it's an Air I like Force this sneaker one. culture thing? So it's funny enough. Like, like my, my my initial, my very first shoes that I could remember in my mind mm-hmm. were BKs. Yeah, they on British Knights. British, British Knights, Knights, son. Sheesh. Yeah. Like, for, now, that, like now, were you were you in America at that time or I was I was overseas uh, so I was born in Oklahoma okay and then after some years I grew up a little bit but I we moved over to Japan but I knew I had BKs on I knew I had British Knights on yeah that's yeah. crazy and so like throughout elementary school so we're we're in Japan now um we're just do you do y'all know what the base exchange is that's like Assuming a uh, military base right yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. the military um shopping center. Mm-hmm. And so um, after that, like all my shoes were kind of like downhill from there from uh, BKs. I mean, B- BKs weren't bad. Everyone yeah. was wearing BKs at the time. That's but time. when you look at it now, BKs are like, you ain't, no one's rocking BKs. Dude, but, when we were at the old shop, not to cut you off, but when we were at the old shop, um, this was the heyday of uh, like South by Nice Kicks. We did a like brunch deal with a uh, sponsor by British Knight, and they gave everybody like pairs, man. And I, what? I don't think anybody kept them shits, man. Oh, dude, man. they were just big and clunky. They were in the dumpster behind the store. Dude, like it was like, yeah, it's cool. It's a free pair of shoes, yeah. but I think I'm gonna give it British to the homeless guy. LA by. gear, yeah. So I had a bunch of LA gears with the lights. I remember those times. The too. black ones. Uh, so I had white ones. Oh, yeah, I rocked those. Yeah, was that the Michael up. Jackson edition? Uh, no, it wasn't the Michael Jackson oh, okay. before, right? So it wasn't the Michael. It was like the most basic light up ones because, again, we lived in Japan. Like they, we didn't get everything that was cool in mm. America yet because th- this is like before like pre-internet. Okay. Oh, so were you, like, were you skateboarding back then? I wasn't skateboarding because I was living on base and like skateboarding's like a crime on base. Really? Yeah. It was like, like what is this, Singapore? It, not a crime, but it was like like shunned upon Frowned that whole upon, culture. Yeah. Dang. And then, um, but after that, after BKs and LA Gears. And Airwalks? Uh, so Airwalks <laughs> were my next thing, actually. And I say that because you mentioned skating. Like, Skate at guy. that time, like, I think 95 or 94 was in Top Skater, the video game came out. Can't say that. I'm, I wasn't into that. That's fine. Like, Remember the game Skater Guy? Yeah, I know, I know what you're it was about. an arcade game called Top Skater. And my favorite skater uh, in that game, because if, if you know, if you're playing Top Skater, they have like all the brands on there from Audio, Snake, Skate Shoes. They have Vans. They have Airwalk. They had uh, all these different skate brands. And 
the one that talked to me, I don't even remember the character's name. I just remember that he was wearing blue and he had airwalks on. Oh, there you and go. So that guy, white guy on, <laughs> on Top Skater, inspired me to buy airwalks in real life. That's fantastic. I'm willing to bet Amado is going to tell us. So. He's like, oh, I played that game. That's this skater and blah, blah, blah. This guy that comments after every podcast, he just knows stuff. So yeah, but- Top Skater. Top, so Top Skater inspired me to buy werewalk, uh, Airwalks. And then after that, like I really got into sneakers because my mom. So I was still in elementary school. No, middle elementary school, transferring to middle school. Because we're, that was that transition when we are moving to Japan to Guam. Jeez. And so I remember this because, um, again, this is pre-internet days. This, this is like when Space Jam is finally coming out to the theaters. But we get it like like five months late. Because we're in Japan and stuff Ooh. like that. Like, we, like in Japan, our American TV is two weeks late. So we're watching the news two weeks later. <laughs> so you found out Bill Clinton was impeached two weeks later or something. <laughs> I feel like uh, I, I, I wasn't. My, my brain wasn't developed enough to remember that oh, or the whole Monica Lewinsky. Right. Sorry, I'm <laughs> older than everyone in this garage. But that in that transformation or in that transfer from Japan to Guam, I remember my mom found at the clearance rack some Michael Jordan. 14s. We didn't call them candy canes. We called them what? Rip Hamiltons? Or no, candy canes at the time? Um, candy cane 14s? I feel like that was a newer name. Which one? Rip I, Hamiltons? I don't even think we called We like, didn't call them anything. Nicknames. They, they, right, like they were white just and red. white and red 14s. White and red 14s. So yeah. the white and red 14s were my very first pair of Jordans. And it's funny because I didn't know, like, even though I watched Michael Jordan, again, we got TV late two weeks later. Uh, uh, Hamilton, huh? All Rip right. Hamilton? Yeah. Or our fact checker. Shout out UConn, baby. So like 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 <laughs> Yes. Like I we no one really watched sports in Japan because everything was two weeks later. Like we're not we already know the scores by then. Mm-hmm. So like I didn't know Michael Jordan until like Space Jam. I didn't know Michael but I really didn't know Michael Jordan until I got the Jordan 14. So like me being introduced to Jordan was, oh, this guy has a shoe. Oh, he was in a movie too. <laughs> oh, he played for the Chicago Bulls. So it it wasn't it was just me being outside of America looking right. in, no, that's and that was my whole situation and being introduced to Jordan. And I'm I'm pretty sure all y'all are like, damn, that's kind of crazy. Like this dude did not know who Jordan was. You were in a so, different country. Yeah. The way you describe Japan and Guam is like one big two dollar movie theater, bro. Like <laughs> the, the like dollar five. theater. <laughs> oh, it's definitely not <laughs> like that now. No, I know, I know. Nah, shit. They, they now leave. they get everything early. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, next question. Um, for as long as I've known you, you've been a content creator that uses YouTube. What was your first video, and what made you gravitate to the YouTube platform? I My very first video, I was working at the Radisson in San Antonio, Texas. Humble brag. Uh, What's the right year? across what the street is from... This is probably... Uh, when did I go to college? I went, entered college 2002. No, 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 I entered college in 2006, 2007. So it had to be around there. Like I was like early days of YouTube, but um, my very first video, I don't know if it's on there anymore because a uh, uh, content moderation, but it was like, um, do y'all know who Motion City Soundtrack is? Mm-mm. So it's a band, um, and back then they came out with a song called "Everything Is All Right," and because I had access to all the rooms inside the Radisson Hotel, I was actually like making music videos off of a razor phone. Damn. <laughs> Um, that's fucking efficient. Yeah, <laughs> damn, that is wild. The oldest video you have is 15 years ago. 
Which currently. one is that? UTSA FSA Spirit 2007. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, lo- the oldest I don't know one. if that was a video that I actually made, though. I think I just... There's I a lot was of dance it, videos up here. And I put, like, a camera on a tripod. Mm. I don't think I was actually... There's one, Sinulog? Sinulog. So Sinulog is a, a Filipino dance uh, celebrating... A false god. Gotcha. <laughs> hey, you can you can talk about whatever, man. All my Filipinos are gonna be like unsubscribe. There's there's uh hey, there's one with you in the toilet. Geico gone wrong. Oh, that one's a good video. That you remember those Geico commercials? <laughs> no. Somebody watching me. Everyone should go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that creep the creepy dollar bills with the eyes on them. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're bit. gonna say by, by making this comment, but I don't care. It's like when uh Marcus Marquez talks about like his first video and he shows it and he looks so young and his hair is different. Yeah, yeah. You look totally so different. Like skinny, no bald head. Oh, you're skinny now. What are you talking about? Okay. Back to the but question. But you look back to the question. All right, sorry. So what gravitated you to YouTube? I mean, dollar it was the only, not dollar signs, but it was the only platform that I could like really express myself. It kind of like, like when you're in high school, you have people that did shop. You had people that did ROTC or did all these other activities. There was nothing really for. Wasn't social media. There wasn't social media. Like it wasn't a thing. And this is, I think the same time around where like, like we're on Zanga or we're on Facebook when it was like getting access to like colleges or high schools. So mm-hmm. I had like fake accounts and whatnot, but like YouTube was the only platform where you could post video. Of course there was like Vimeo or Vimeo. Mm-hmm. Um, but like nothing was like touching virality on, on those platforms. So YouTube was pretty much the set standard. That's what, oh, um, Omaha. Um, so you touched on virality. Um, were you initially making content with the attempt of going viral or did you just genuinely had a love for making content and it was a way of expression? It was a way of expression. Okay. Like, I don't think anyone was trying to go viral on YouTube back then. I think people were genuinely just wanting to try out like their parents' home video cameras and seeing what they could make. It was with a lot it. of cat videos back then. Right? Yeah. I mean, were, like it really so, was. That was the joke. Yeah. Like if you go back to YouTube, it was just people talking about their lives and mm-hmm. like who cares or people like posting their home videos of their kids and whatnot doing not necessarily dumb stuff but doing stuff that you would we wouldn't normally see as entertaining but i saw it as an outlet to like oh like this could be something and i mean unfortunately i didn't become like this big youtube star and and that's totally fine i'm i'm com- you're the I'm, biggest youtube star to come in this uh, garage <laughs> i'm content where i am uh I have no gripes about anything I did. I mean, I wish I would have talked about sneakers a lot earlier and <laughs> capitalized on the market. Don't we all? Thanks. But, I mean, but I, did it, I didn't know. I didn't, yeah. No one knew. And then it was only maybe, what, five, six years ago where people started talking about doing product reviews? Right. It was, it was, like, a lot, it, it was like America's uh, Funniest Home Videos. That's what YouTube yeah, seemed to be exactly, for a while. Exactly. That's a, yeah, that's the greatest so example. Let's keep it right there. So, um. Do you think the uh, the golden era of sneaker YouTube is in the past? Are you is 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 it the? Do you think like uh, I, I would I guess it's safe to say it's a downslope right now. Do you think it has another jump where like it gets as big or it reach, reaches the same if not higher peak I, of I, sneaker YouTube? Oh, sneaker YouTube specifically? Yeah, sneaker YouTube. Oh, I think sneaker YouTube is. Pretty much saturated. Mm-hmm. No one's doing anything that's like 
different like everyone is producing like everyone's out to get the early releases mm-hmm. everyone's out to do sneaker reviews guilty but i think i'm different i think we're different because when we we, we do it i feel like for archival purposes sure. i don't think we do it for clout i, I certainly I'm i have, sorry, a, I have like, a real job yeah. <laughs> yeah like i mean i know people like oh chris like you got the early i'm like it's not about that like to me I, I kind of feel like I or <laughs> I kind of feel like I I, I want to say that I'm like a Matt Halfhill or or any of those like the OGs that they're doing this for archival purposes because we need record of what shoes released in the past like that's how we inspire mm-hmm. more designers in the future that's how we inspire collectors in the future yeah I'm I'm not saying that I'm not trying to capitalize on clout oh definitely I am because I mean. <laughs> That's my side hustle. That's what it is. But 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 to say that's my sole purpose of being on YouTube or on right. these other social networks, I'm here to get the early release. Definitely not. I'm here because, I mean, you have archaeologists. Yeah. I find myself as an archaeologist for sneakers. No, I totally agree. I, I, I love um, to see genuine people come up in the culture. Um, like you just said, like your thing is archival um, and uh, inspiring the future sneaker designers and things of that nature. And most importantly, kids, um, that is genuinely how you come up. Like Mm -hmm. if you just put your blinders on and try to get better, I feel like more opportunities, i.e. a trade block come um, because it's not a a clout grab. It's not a, you know, I'm trying to get a million views on a video or, you know, I'm trying to get a shoot early because that brings me more eyes. Um, so yeah, not nah, kudos to you, bro. Like, you know, there's a there's a term. I'm gonna get nerdy real quick, but I'm going somewhere with this in music called an ethnomusicologist, and they're oh, people yeah, who I know study certain. Like, I study Brazilian music, or I study this music. I like to refer to myself, and you can freely use this as an ethno sneakerologist, where it's this idea like of you're trying to like. I, I, I review shoes that no, nobody reviews Zoom comforts. You know, nobody reviews these gazelles. But I'm like, I think it'd be fun to talk about these oh. shoes because, like, like Chris just said. I'm not I'm not trying to make a million dollars. It'd be great. I'll take it. But you know, if if everyone just reviews Jordans and Yeezys, the, Man, not you, everyone wears Jordans and Yeezys. That's a good point by you, Junior. But like, I think the best way to say that is, bro. Like, it's a lot of um, a lot of you know, sexy ladies out here. The unsexy ladies need attention too, though. You know what I'm right. saying? So like, mm-hmm. i.e., the unsexy lady could be sneaker cleaner reviews. Yeah. Um, could be you know. Um, Reebok, Saucony, you know what I'm saying? And what comes with that? Saucony eventually pays attention and say, damn, they're doing right by our brand. Look at old grandpa. Hey. He's got a, he's got that market right Dude. there. Saucony, yeah, sure. New Balance, Asics. And he did it when it was 100% unsexy. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like you, that, was yeah. a, that was a sub-subculture. Right, right, right. When he was messing with New Balance and mm-hmm. Reebok. And even Reebok still, man. Like, yeah, they still. He yeah. just genuinely likes Reebok. So. Yeah, see? Just carve out your place. It, it, they're talking about Casey talks about Casey Neistat. It's in the weekend. He's talking about this stuff about people now are creating content for metrics and they're no longer creating it for, it's I just want to create content. Yeah. And I think that's what we're talking about is we like creating content. We're not just doing it for the, Oh, the metric says, cause we're not going to get a shoe earlier than Seth Fowler. Well, it's funny because now I'm creating content for met- <laughs> metrics for your job, for, for my your job. For your, cause yeah. now it's my livelihood. Right. But, but that's a gradual one up. Yeah. And you weren't you didn't do it saying one day a, a company like Trade Block is gonna come by and they'll they'll, they'll uh make me an offer I can't refuse. No, bro. Like you genuinely like because you created what you wanted. Yeah, yeah there bro. you go. So yeah, 
That was your light at the end of the tunnel. Your, yeah, your golden, your pot of gold. As a as a content creator, do you ever get a feel for the algorithm and know what video is going to do well? Uh, I don't. I don't. I feel like the algorithm is ever changing because didn't they just change they like the Instagram reels to or Instagram in general to initially they were like push reels, push reels, push reels, uh-huh. and now it's more like okay, static posts, picture posts. They're changing it back? They're changing yeah. it back. Man, it's like ever-changing. They don't know. I mean, it's all about ad dollars in the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, that's all it is. And I get out. it, but <clears throat> I don't know how much research you need to do uh, as the company. Like, how much research you need to do and, like, like just stick with a format. Yeah. If so, for YouTube, they were pushing 10-minute videos. Right. We were all, like, struggling so hard to... How how can I talk about? I mean, I I I made it happen. I like, yeah. like talking about a shoe for ten minutes that doesn't have any history. Yeah, right. It's difficult. Yeah. Man. What do you do? Like, what do you do? So that's where all the B roll comes in. I'm uh-huh. just making montages and BS like that. Yeah. But like 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 now they're pushing it to like oh short form, short form, short yep. form. I'm like, can you please pick a lane? Yeah. Um, what was your question? <laughs> I think uh, you answered it. Though, yeah. Do you, get, like, do you know how do you know when a video is going to do well? No. Oh, so, so do I know when a video? It's funny because Taylor and I we were actually talking about this. Oh. Um, thanks for inviting us. Like, 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 it, I'm the videos that I think are going to do well, and I'm sure you know this as well, or the shoes that you think are going to do very well, aside from like the gen or the releases that are going to come out. You know, mm-hmm. like the baby heat. Um, <laughs> your passion projects end up being your worst videos yep and it hurts so bad absolutely it hurts so much that you're like i don't ever want to do this again <laughs> and like 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 it, it it just hurts so bad so i mean no to answer your question i don't know what videos are going to hit but it's funny enough that all of my 60 second videos are the ones that hit and they're the ones that i hate the most well why do you out of omaha why do you hate them the most though so I hate them because they're the lowest effort. Mm-hmm. They're, they provide no insight into who I am. Mm. They provide no insight into what I actually want to talk about on the shoe. And I hate that. This is why I actually am like applauding the downfall of TikTok. <laughs> like uh, I know UT has banned it. I know all state entities in Texas have banned TikTok. So you can't access it on their Wi-Fi. I'm like, Plotting wow. this stuff. I, so if you go to the UT game and you're on their Wi-Fi, you can't get on TikTok. Really? I mean, I, not that I and I love it. I love it I'm so game, much. But, it's not yeah. that I don't like producing content for TikTok, but all these people with these short attention spans, it's yep. like it's 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 kind of like shoes. Like, oh, we love the olives today, Correct. but tomorrow we're on to something just else. Just about to say that. It's like, yep. why can't we love a shoe? For a, a certain period of time, like why can't we love a shoe for like a good two months at mm, least? Yeah. Like why do we have to love it this minute and then the next release? We already talked about if, the Wizards Three coming out. If, if you think about it, if you look at society, uh, and we've talked about this on previous podcasts, life was a lot simpler and a lot more uh, beneficial financially when it was <laughs> two Jordan uh, releases coming out a month. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Bro, you you could plan it to your damn. They come out on you know. Yep. The off week of my paid check, but maybe I can save up and do this. And then the next one, I get back on track. Dude, like, whether it's sneakers, <laughs> movies, um, music, bro, shit, like, literally comes out. Like, a Drake and 21 will come out. 
Next week might be Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Next week might be this. Oh, it and won't like, be Beyonce. Beyonce takes her time. No, for sure. For <laughs> sure. Beyonce does take her time. That's a good point. But um, like, if you're like an up-and-coming artist, it's really no ground to like get in where you fit in and, and, and people absorb the project and be like, damn, you know what? That was... That was a good album. Dude, Jack Harlow just dropped a 30-minute album, bro. Don't talk about Jack. TG's going to get mad at you. No, I'm, I'm, but I'm just saying, like, what's the uh, what's the cutoff to wh- how you cater to, like... People don't care about quality anymore. No, nah, man. It's just consumption. It's reps. It's just yep. shots. Yeah, yeah they don't... Um, you can't build a cannon. There's a reason why we like the shoes we like, yeah. that the retros are the iconic, because... We lived with them for months. Right. They were able to build themselves a foundation. You memories. Yeah. And now it's just like, this one came out. And this one, you're like, like, you can probably name three or four Yeezy 350s that are like, but hard right. hitters. Yeah. yeah. But then there's like a hundred colorways. You're like, wow, you know, I really. like a shade different. <laughs> yeah. From, you're like, from the, I, you, the zebras, you know, and then you're like, oh, I don't know, the bread. No, for sure. <laughs> um, all right. Next question. Oh. Um, it's time to get personal. There has been rumors of a certain YouTube video where you were given a tutorial on gliding around a tire. Yep. What inspired you to make dance tutorial videos? And who was your favorite dance crew from America's Best Dance Crew? So what inspired me to make that, what inspired me to make that dance video was, uh, I think that was the time where I knew like, oh, like clicks matter. Oh, like <laughs> monetization matters. And like getting into the whole Google AdSense mm-hmm. thing. So like if you know, if you know, uh, not Google. I mean, yes, Google. But if you know YouTube, they're all about pushing the ad dollars. They're all about uh, 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 getting watch time and whatnot. And I knew at that particular time because ABDC, America's Best Dance Crew, and then the other dance shows were coming about that glide videos were pretty much where they were where where a lot of your watch time was going to come from hmm. like all those tutorials like everyone's trying to learn how to dance after watching abdc yeah omaha is it safe to say uh, and i'm asking you this uh wholeheartedly glide drexler is it safe to say the glide crawled so the gritty could walk <laughs> i'll agree to that i'll agree to that Wh- who's gritty are we talking about john Morantz? uh well if you look at the origins of the gritty it goes back to Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Baton Rouge? Where um, the LSU National Championship team was cool with NBA Youngboy and uh, I think Little Gritty. And therefore, they went to the league. Um, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, and then, of course, uh, John Morant being a huge NBA Youngboy fan adopted it. And I, I say he's responsible for, like, the skyrocket of the Gritty. Hmm. Kind of like the Jabberwockies okay. are responsible Jabba for the glide. Walkies. That's the only group that I can name from that because I wasn't a big. It was a lot of dope groups too, but it's just. I mean, they also have like, their show in. Do they still have that Vegas show? They still have the Vegas. Yeah, right. They're, 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 like, the, Vegas, they're like the biggest resident. name one. Yeah, bro. Yeah. So I think because uh, I knew them or I've had relations with them. Um, so Real Crew. Was the Jabberwockies? No, 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 no. So Real Crew. Oh, okay, okay. From uh, ABDC. They actually have a dance studio That's still in Houston. One. That's another good one. Yeah, so re- they, they, they're called So Real Studios now. They still have their studio in Houston, Texas. Um, still dancing away, still winning competitions. Shout like, uh, yeah, World of Dance. They're, like, Dude, those videos on YouTube are amazing. Those, they, yeah. I just, I can't even fathom moving a body like that. Yeah. Wild. They're they're good people. They're good people. But uh, yeah, they're, they're probably my... Best dance crew. Super crew was pretty cool too. Um, and then Kabamara, I don't know, of course, they were like the OG, OG 
ABDC crew. And of course, because they're Filipino, I was like, yeah, represent, represent. But yeah. Have you ever been served, Chris? Oh, plenty of times. <laughs> I'm, I'm humble, like plenty of times. Got served. <laughs> he did get served. That yeah. movie was so corny. <laughs> All of them. All right, was that uh, Omarion? Omarion was in Oma, that one? Omaha. Oh. Why is the video blocked? Yeah, Chris. I feel like the kids of today need the Glide video, brother. Uh, I don't think they need that Glide video. <laughs> you were a little cocky in that video. Oh, so the, the part of the reasons why I took it down was, one, y'all found it. <laughs> <laughs> Two, uh, like, in what? Like, do you? I, well, I've been on YouTube since 2006, 2007. So, like. You know, when you like reminisce and you're like, damn, I did some dumb shit back in the day, but y'all weren't on YouTube then. Y'all don't right. have yourself recorded, so y'all don't have to worry about that stuff. That now I have to because I'm like, oh, damn. So those I, are home movies for you. These are home movies. Ours are in a closet or something like that. <laughs> dude, on, my FBI on agent tapes. was working hella hard at that day, dude. <laughs> we were watching it at the shop and it popped up Glide tutorial. I was like, is that Chris Calhoun? Yeah. And I looked, I was like, oh, this is too good, man. <laughs> it was gone the next day, y'all. Gone the next Dang. day. Dang. Rest in peace, Glide. Yeah, there are definitely more Glide videos. Oh. I, I probably have, like, the best Glide tutorial video. It was pretty good. You should it's update good. it um, for today's audiences. Bro, my feet don't work that way no more. Mm. What shoes were you wearing in that video? Uh, Puma Romas, the, uh, the white and reds. Are those, like, man. the official gliding shoes? They worked for me. Uh-huh. Um, I love the ridges on the bottom of Romas. Puma yeah. Romas were, they're probably still my favorite shoe. I don't rock them anymore. Sure, yeah. But for gliding, they were, like, perfect. That was an all-time classic at Finish Line Barton Creek, man. Oh, the Romas? Puma Romas, man. Puma Romas. Did you have baby powder your... Or was it a... No, that was just straight up garage. There was no like shellac or anything on the garage. It was just straight concrete. Oh, man. All right, next question. You have been one of my biggest critics of the (laughs) Superior Silhouette AF1 campaign. What do you mean? I love the Air Force One. Why do you have that silly notion that the dunk has a bigger impact on the sneaker culture than the Air Force One? Uh, I don't agree with that statement. Oh. What you Um, got? I respect the Air Force One. I definitely think the Air Force One has a bigger impact than the dunk on sneaker culture. Um, wow. But the that crowd goes wild. Taylor, Taylor is rolling over in his grave right now. I mean, just because you have the bigger impact doesn't mean you're the better shoe, though. Why do you mm. think the dunk is better? It's just, I mean, it looks better. I and don't get, No, again, it's personal opinion. Don't get, don't get me wrong. Like, I understand that uh, the dunk had some inspirations or, like, because the guy who created the dunk was a peer more. They, Peter Moore created the Air Force One, right? Nah, Bruce no, Bruce Kilgore. Oh, damn. Shoot me in the face. Shoot Jordan One. I think they work closely together, though. But, but you oh, can yeah. see the inspirations from both shoes and then transferring it to the Jordan. So the Jordan, Peter Moore. Or, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but you you can see where the Dunk inspiration was from. It's not like what Air Force One's released in 82, Dunk's released in 85. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. I mean, y'all paved the way. No doubt. But... We took over and been dunking on the Air Force One oh since. Yeah, I mean, what, what rapper buys a fresh pair of dunks for every day? Yeah, very waste. That's very wasteful. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't condone this, this, this nonsense of buying a new pair of Coke Whites after one wear. Hey, I, I, so I don't either, honestly. But it is a pretty cool flex. Yeah, come on. To, to buy a six pack. That's so. Uh, 
environmentally irresponsible. Maybe maybe they donate those. Hey, I got news for you, man. Americans do a lot of environmentally irresponsible shit. Fair, man. yeah, fair. But, but that's no. Nah, but you know what? Like, uh, honestly, I look at it as like the dunk being respectfully like Toyota Corolla to the Air Force One being like the Camry. Everyone's got Toyota Corollas. I had a, a lot Corolla. of people got Camrys too, though. Camrys, yep. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But um, actually, it's funny because Corollas be looking re- hella nicer than Camrys these days. Yeah, and, that's for sure. And, and it might be like you know what I'm saying, it's like, like the dunk taking over the Air Force. Oh right? my no, gosh, see, that's where you're wrong again. I don't, you got too much dip on your chip. Um, it's not that. I think oh, we're talking about SB dunks, by the way. Not oh uh, no, nah, oh. brother, you got to take the dunk. Whoa, hold on now. You no, got to no. take the dunk with the dunk. That's right. But okay, you know Omaha. Why do you think the SB dunk? Has such a different reputation as opposed to the regular dunk. Storytelling. For sure. Storytelling. I mean, like, I have the Northern Lights on. We already know where the inspiration came from. And I feel like like storytelling is it is 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 in all of their shoes. Omaha, Omaha. <laughs> Recently, the SB Dunk has taken on the task of having like GR colorways, though. Mm-hmm. Will that hinder? The creativeness that has made them this popular. No, I don't think so. Because everyone, I mean, I I will admit that as of recent, a lot of the storytelling SBs are not hitting in the resale market, which I I actually enjoy. We don't care about. But that is where like the claim to fame has come from for the dunk. Right, it's right. The resale market. Exactly. But for like TG and I, like that that's awesome for us. I mean, we love the storytelling no matter what. Like it could be an ugly dunk. We're gonna copy because if a story is good, we're gonna copy it. That's, mm-hmm. that's just the way it is. But but in releasing GRs like GR SB dunks, do I? What was the question? Do I see it as a problem? Oh, do you think eventually, like it will? Uh, I guess it will level off the SB dunk like it has with the um, traditional dunk with like a flat tone. I don't think it'll ever level off. You don't um, think so? I don't think so. Um, until they're until they're sitting on shelves like Air Force Ones, and no no diss because I love that the Air Force One is very accessible to everyone. Like anyone that wants one can get. I really thought it was. I think that's on purpose, honestly. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. awesome. If if the SB Dunks, if skate shops actually like stock the SB Dunk purple boxes, like the Adobe, the black and white, the white and black regularly, that would be so awesome. I I, I would hope that's the goal, and would that affect storytelling dunks? Or stripe box era, or the sale color. I don't think so. I think those are going to always be coveted items. They're always going to be limited to those skate shops. They're always, they're always going to be someone wanting those. It's not going to affect it. So last one, Omaha, Omaha, Omaha. <laughs> um, and I asked TG the same question: What happened between fourteen and twenty? Capitalism, man. But I mean, it, it, so I, I guess that's the broader answer, but. Um, you guys were still collecting SBs because mm-hmm. y'all are genuine cats, but I feel like it, it just kind of fell off the cliff from, and granted, like I said, resale amplifies everything. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But if like you were a genuine SB head, I imagine it got a lot easier to get shoes around that time. Um, but it also seems like they just weren't, as, uh, and this is designers, they weren't as creative as far as like storytelling, would you agree? I agree. Yeah, for sure. I don't have anything to add to that. No, for sure. Like, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm asking you guys as like 
uh, SB Dunk lovers. So, oh, all good, man. Um, I've noticed an uptick in community members rocking replicas over the past year. Uh, what role do you think social media plays in that? And would you go as far as to say that uh, social media is responsible for replicas being so prominent today? I love reps. I'm just joking. I, 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 I hate reps. Um, so I'm of, I operate under the mindset. I think I've said that twice now Um, that reps don't do any good for anyone in the sneaker community. Mm-hmm. Like to me, if I don't like a shoe, I'm going to go or sorry, right. Not if I don't like a shoe, if I can't obtain a shoe, I'm going to go buy something else. Mm-hmm. That's real. I'm going to buy a Saucony. I'm going to go buy an Adidas because there are so, there are so many cool shoes out there. Like, why do I need to rock a shoe that's not real? No, I, I totally agree. Like, like, do I need to be a robot and have some fake lost and found ones? Like, I, 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 I've never understood that. And it, it's just funny watching, like, these different blogs or different vlogs or different vlogs, different like YouTube channels, like defend reps. Like you have not tripping. I think not tripping is one of those channels um, that like defends or see Daz. He's one of those channels that like, uh, that was the easy, right? No. Uh, I know C Daz. Not tripping is the worst. I thought C Daz was all. I, was, I, uh, I like his takes, but I can't. Just cause it's like, man, like when you that negative, um, it's like, dude, like, and I, this is how, this is just my, uh, perspective on life man like you, you you're taking energy you know what i'm saying dude mm. and it's like and you might appease to a certain crowd but at the same time it's like fam nobody should be this fucking negative in life man right <laughs> you know what i'm saying but uh to kind of answer my own question i think social media plays the most prominent part man oh yeah for sure man it was one of the homies uh do you have was, a, a dh gate referral code no <laughs> <laughs> no no, I, I haven't bought a pair of face shoes since. Uh, oh, got, so you bought fakes before? Uh, not knowingly. Correct. Okay, but I've been there as it, well. It's, it's weird, man. Like in o two, o three, it was just a weird time where like you just didn't know. Yeah, you just didn't know. Yeah. And then like I had a you know Einhorn is Finkel Fingerless Einhorn moment where it was like, damn, that's why these were so cheap, <laughs> right? That's yeah. why they made the shit. Like, why am I hooping in these, man? Like, you know what I'm saying, like. But at the same time, like now, I think you have people who like proudly. Yeah, bro, this 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 is a a triple A fake right here, man. Like you know what I'm saying? It it says as real as it's gonna get without being real. Sure. And it's like, bro, That's listen so to you, bro. To like, but I think it's social media, bro. Like, yeah, it's like I mean, you have you have TikTokers with DH Gate referral right. codes. You have, Fuck you, out have of here. you have all up on my Instagram page, oh. whether it be a personal because and I run the trade block one. You have all these Chinese manufacturers. Like, hey, I have. Close to real shoes. The amount like of messages and emails that pop in. Yeah. It, uh, one of the so homies crazy. told me he had a pair of fake uh, like OG Travis Scott Lowe's, man. That shit broke my heart, dude. And he was like, I'm not paying that much money, bro. But I'm like, you're not paying that much money. But I want to try to fool people. Into thinking. And, and, and uh, have this perception of myself that I do have the money or I did hit uh, retail and he still paid fucking over retail. Like, that, <laughs> that's the crazy part. Like, it's like, bro, like, you paid, like, a quarter of the price for something fake? Yeah, I, I will never understand. What are understand. you trying to prove? Like, there, there are too many other shoe manufacturers that make great shoes. Dude. Saucony makes great shoes. Yep. Asics, Asics make great shoe. Um, 
New Balance, New Balance is on a freaking roll these mm-hmm. past two, three years. They finally hit their groove, man. Yeah, like, they, man. they hooked up oh, with a, with good creators, and they letting them cook, man. Yeah. So it's yeah. just funny because I was like slanging New Balance nine nineties, nine nine threes at Academy Sports and Outdoors like years ago they, because they paid my college. Um, Academy, I love Academy Sports and Outdoors. Uh, I will never say anything bad about store. Academy Sports love and it. Outdoors. That's but, OG. Uh, yeah, man, I was slanging like Gel Cayano, slanging <laughs> 993s, like nothing. Though, like, there are too many good shoes from other brands to be wearing fakes. Totally agree, brother. You preach to the choir. Hallelujah. Did I tell you I worked at Academy too? You worked at Academy? South yeah. Austin. Brody? Oh, uh, uh I don't know if it's still there. Uh, William, William Cannon in yeah, 35? Yeah, William Cannon. Yeah. Back then, we had more in the rollerblades yeah, yeah, yeah. and the uh, Caterpillar shoes. They still got rollerblades. They yeah. still got Caterpillar. I, I had Made restock. restock. Yeah, Wolverine. Restocking all of that. Not, re, you know, Finnegan every night. It's like, oh, it's a mess. Yeah. That place got People lashed. are ruthless in there. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Especially, like, during, like, Holy Week. Oh, my goodness. You thought Christmas was bad. Holy Week is enough. Is Can I cuss on this? A yes, shit show. You yeah. Yes, you've already, you've already started. <laughs> um, all right, next question. Um. You do a good job of supporting all of our local sneaker shops and getting some of the more coveted releases of of the past. What's your blueprint as far as approaching shops genuinely and building relationships with the staff? So I didn't come into this or like into sneaker YouTube, whatever you want to call it, like with the hopes of landing at a trade block to review shoes or whatnot. So um, initially I was just doing it for myself again. I love, I want, I want, I wanted to be a sneaker archivist. So I was just going up to shops. I don't really want to tell, talk about my trade secrets. I mean, I'm not, I'm not paying these people astronomical prices to get shoes, no, for sure. but that's I, I do cool. offer my services. And I think that's where a lot of people get angry with me because I, I get, this is like the first time I'm actually talking about this on a production. So a lot of this was one building a relationship with the staff Mm -hmm. Two, I was just filming without their consent. I was just filming their events, whether it be shake back, whether it be a happy hour, whether it be like uh, uh, the first come first serve lines, especially at nice kicks. Like that was pure content right there. Cause you have everyone lined up outside and then you have the nice kicks like logo. I love, I miss the OG logo, but um, you, you just had that stuff going on and just filming. And then, once people or the managers from those specific stores started seeing my content, they're like, Hey, can you come out here and like film for us? And then uh, I'll be like, yeah. And they're like, what kind of payment do you want? I'm like, I don't want payment. I'm not in this for money. I'm, I'm an, I'm legit an archivist for sneakers. Like I just want the opportunity to film and produce content. Mm-hmm. And if you want to lay me up, not lay me up, in the sense of like, give me, pass me a pair of shoes, but just give me the opportunity to buy this shoe early or on the day of release. That's all I ask. Like, I'm going to buy this shoe. I don't need a free pair and you can have this video. And so once people, like people thought I was capping, they're like, who <laughs> makes a video? Like, cause videos take a lot of time to do. It's not, it's not a joke. Like videos take a lot of my days. It's like an eight hour job. It was my side hustle. This is my, my weekend stuff. And so, uh, companies were like, okay. They like see my work. Like, I think we can let you have these shoes for your time or for like, 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 like have these shoes and pay for them. And like I said, like the first time I met you, you were doing, uh, it wasn't drone work. I was just making it look sexy, but it, uh, <laughs> he was shooting a video at Shake Back. 
And I peeped game from the get-go, man. I was like, that is fucking smart, man, for the simple fact that, like, you have a talent or you have a craft. Mm-hmm. Um, and, kids, this is networking 101. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, in the words of Ronnie from Players Club, you better use what you got to get what you want. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, um, I peeped it from the get-go. And then, you know, shortly after that, we opened Kicking It. And um, and you came over and offered the same thing, bro. And we've been cool ever since, man. But, like, bro, if you have a talent or if you have a business, um, you know, we have genuine customers who come. They'll drop off breakfast tacos because they work at a, uh, you know, a taco shack or a local, you know, taco um, truck or whatever, man. So it's like. Taco shack for real, though? What? They work at Taco Shack? I'm not turning down no free tacos, bro. <laughs> I'm from, but, uh, I'm sorry, I'm from San Antonio, so we eat, uh, you're from Oklahoma. We eat good tacos. You're this from Oklahoma. No, I was born in Oklahoma. I'm not from Oklahoma. Got here, man. But, uh, no, yeah, man, like, um, I, I I saw the genius from the get-go, man, so. That's, I mean, uh, and the deal still stands, too. Like, a lot of these companies are like, yeah, come out and film whatever you want, and these shoes are yours for you to pay for. Hey, bro, if you think about it, like, I'm different because I work closely with ownership at Kicking It, but, like. If I worked at Nice Kicks and I'm here in Austin and they're based in San Jose and I shoot up the ladder a fire-ass hype video for this release, my bosses are going to be like, damn, who did this? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I see if he'll come back you know, for this release, for this release. And it's just, it's really a layup, man. Like, like well, how are you going to lose? You're still getting, you're, you're, I mean, one, you're still making your stock or your, your sell numbers. Two, you didn't have to like backdoor a pair right and then three like you're getting a video out of it i see it as a win-win for both parties and it, it kind of provides a cloak so like if I, you see him post later and you follow chris it's like well, i know i saw him out there shooting you know what i'm saying ain't nothing wrong with that hell i wish i could shoot so um so all you people that are like backdoor i don't get backdoor i work for my shut stuff up. yeah um no backdoors here what's been your most memorable sneaker release that you've that you've taken part of. I know Taylor took it back to uh, his uh, concepts days, but uh, I think the most memorable one is because we took a fucking L was Chicago for all-star week. knew where this was going. Yeah. That was terrible. For sure. Cause y'all, y'all, new, y'all new beginnings pack, right? New beginnings pack. So we flew, we flew from here. Oh, I, I drove up from San Antonio Right. And I met this guy. I so surprised Chicago? this guy. No, no, so no, no, no. I drove up here to fly out of here. I surprised oh, okay, this guy right. at the airport. <laughs> He's like, you're coming? I was like, yeah. <laughs> and so um, we flew to Chicago for uh, All-Star Weekend. And then we get to uh, our hotel. And then we realized the New Beginnings Pack was releasing at like the next day um, at like 7 or 8 in the morning at the Jordan Armory near uh, Chicago. Yeah, Southside of Chicago. And my dad's from Southside of Chicago. Shit. So my, like, I was telling my dad, yo, here's my location, blah, blah, blah. And my dad's like, I can't believe you're doing this for shoes. Like, I lived in the Southside of Chicago. You should not, you know, all the Chirac <laughs> talk. And I'm like, I'm like, dad, it's, a tw- it's 2022. You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm like, shit. I mean, I'm not saying that shit won't pop off, but I'm like, I think, I don't know. But yeah, so that release. And then we were, th- we got there <clears throat> at midnight. We waited out there in zero. Literally, yeah. I've never felt zero degrees before. Dude, wild with boys, the lake boy. effect, dude, the lake effect is what makes it so bad. Oh, Damn. yeah, 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 exactly. And we were literally right on the lake because yep, right it's right next to the armory in uh, University of Chicago. Whatever. But, yeah, Southside Chicago, zero degrees. 
don't know if anything's actually going to pop off because we're in Southside Chicago. And I mean, everything else, oh, like all the New York boys flew in and crashed that shit. And we did we didn't get a pair. I saw. Uh, do y'all follow IMTC2 or on Twitter? Uh-uh. He was there. So it was weird because like I've never seen him in person before. He's like this big uh, Twitter, Instagram uh, guy. Um, never seen him in person before. He's like, yo, I'm here. And I'm like, who is this figure? And so it was kind of like cool. And so I met him over there. Um, but yeah, all the New York cats that you would see like on the complex videos and whatnot. Um, the guy that, that racks would. I don't like that guy. You can't say that on the podcast. What, are you going, what if he hears this? What did he say? He, yeah, he's going to listen to this podcast. You don't know. He's going to care what I think. Rax might. He might. Yeah. New beginnings, off white fives. Yeah, the armory had everything. In the New York boys came in, and they didn't even like come in like at midnight. They came in like after the fact and like ran that line up. And it's it, like we we had to work to get to the front. And by the time we worked up to the front, it was already gone. Everything was gone. Everything was gone. Was New York like, boys. You can't hear him talking right now, but um, he's talking about the... Uh, uh, what, what was it? The UNC, UNC to, to Chicago. Yeah, the, the, the fear, the retro one high. Lyrical yeah. Lemonade or whatever. But like Yeezy was also driving around in the armor. I was oh, about yeah. to ask you about, because Yeezy had something. Taylor brought up Yeezy in the armor truck. Yeah, I'll give you a video if I, I still have it. It should be on YouTube where we were chasing around yeah. uh, the, 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 the truck. Well, the funniest uh, memory from that was, uh, I think it was round two, they had a video. And it was a cat who had a canary yellow fear of gods. Oh, and uh, then yeah, yeah, he, he yeah. was like, "Give him here." And he took some shits off, and he's like, "Damn, I shouldn't have did that." Oh. <laughs> Man, but yeah, that, he like instantly regretted it, bro. <laughs> that that was probably the most memorable experience for like a sneaker lineup. And it's funny because I I'm I'm a big uh, 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 I love first come first serve. I'm a big huge supporter of first come first serve, especially here in Texas because we keep it pretty tame. Mm-hmm. Like nothing pops off. So when something does pop off here, it's kind of like you just got to know the lay of the land, bro. Like, yeah. like, like y'all not being from Chicago, and and then oh yeah, that's what it was. They so a lot of the New York cats had security on payroll. That's why we didn't cop. Bro, they showed up at seven in the morning, just cut everybody. Taylor's bro. saying they showed up at seven in the morning and cut everyone in line. He could easily walk to one of our microphones and talk, but damn, he's not. <laughs> See now, if, if y'all knew that, which y'all have even went up there, we didn't have that cash, man. We didn't have that much cash no, but I'm just saying, like, if y'all knew that oh, from the beginning, like, Taylor's saying he would pay for convenience. <laughs> that shit there, man. Wow. But the, that that was a, that that was the most memorable experience in not copping shoes. It was fun. I I I I won't take back any minute of that. I don't regret that at all. It was fun. All-Star Weekend. Didn't watch any of the basketball games or yeah, anything going like on. That's like a rebellion there, man, where it was like, I've been selling shoes for 18 years, man. I'm like, some of the tricks cats was pulling, I have never seen that <laughs> yeah, People like, changing clothes changing in the outfits, car? Changing outfits, bro. Like, I was like... Like, for this shoe, it's not even doing well. And then it was like, bro, like... like <laughs> it, it, I'm, I'm just stunned because I'm, I'm like, bro, like... I'm telling like Keenan and Greg who are at the door. I'm like, bro, like it's impossible for me to know, bro. Like I'm serving like 200 people. Yep. I, I'm not looking at outfits, man. I'm just yeah. trying to get, get people in and out. Yep. So like all, all to make 
thirty dollars on resale sites. Yeah, they ain't going for anything. But they might have made. Man, you know it's funny. Hey, uh, back then, Ray made first. we ran into one of the guys uh, when we went to Atlanta for um, a B social event at Social Status oh, with uh, Joe Fresh Goods, and uh, he was like, "Man, I appreciate y'all, man. I was able to get like." 35, 40 pairs? <laughs> what? I'm, I'm, I'm opening a research shop up here. And oh, jeez. I was like, oh, shit. Good like, for him, though. Yeah. Nah, like, he was part of that Houston group that, like, ran it up, but. Nice. He's part of the sneaker culture. Dude. Yeah. yeah, nah, for sure. Part of the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. All right, next question. Um, I would consider you one of my friends that falls into the foodie category. Give me your top five local eateries uh, in between San Antonio and ATX. Top five, I, I need cuisines. I can't just go off the rip off of. It's your world. Give me, just bro. give me whatever. They're top five. <sighs> Man. That was such a foodie answer right there. I need, I need cuisines. I need cuisines. Like, are we talking pho? Are we talking whatever, you know, Mexican man. food? Your top five good is Number good, one, man. Chicken Express. All right. Bro, don't don't be talking oh, shit about no chicken I love, express. No, no, I'm not being sarcastic. That's right there in Buda. I love my chicken I, express. I must say, I think it's safe. Anybody who lives in Texas fucks with chicken express. <laughs> chicken express. <laughs> their man. sides too. Oh and man, catfish. Those they got corn a nuggets. Good catfish. Oh, I have never tried too. their catfish. A chicken fire. place that can cook I'm so good. Fire, bro, bad. What's the closest one around here? Probably Buda. Probably Buda. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, Huddo. Huddo. Oh, you gotta express. drive out there to Huddo. Yeah. Shit. Huddo, and then it's one by Concordia. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, way. They have, nah, that catfish has never let me down. Come on, Chris. I don't know if I can answer this. This one's kind of difficult. Well, just, just spout off. What do you What do you I, like? Come on. Good is good. Catalonia. I can't give you top five, oh, but I'll God. say what I like. I like Ocho in San Antonio. Okay, Ocho good. for Sunday brunch. Where's that? Is, is the Pearl? No, 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 it's in downtown. Uh, d- like near, not KUT. What's the RPBS? You can't give me top five. Give me the uh, restaurant and the signature dish that you go for every time. I don't remember what I go for at Ocho. Oh, my God. God. What a, I, that, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This, this is, guys, this is why we need write-ups. Oh, no. This is why we, we don't have write-ups. You know what? No one's ever complained before. Let's put five together, man. Hurry yeah, up. Yeah, come on. Hurry man. up. I mean, I, I love El Bucanero in San Antonio. They have several locations, but my favorite location is going to be the Bitters location off of 281. I know where that is, yes. El Bucanero. I love that place. What do you get um, at El Bucanero? Uh, I don't know these places. That's why I'm asking. So it's like, like Mexican seafood. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's off the chain. Um, Las Palapas, I'm sure. Las Palapas is is better than Taco Cabana. Yes, it is. I will say that. Actually, there are no Las Palapas here in Austin, right? No, no, no. The only thing we have is uh, Taco Palenque. We got those goes ham. I love I me some Taco Palenque. I love that place. Yeah, man. Gosh. Anyway, sorry. Shoot. So, uh, Ocho. I love Ocho. It's uh, like, I think it's a fusion of Mexican and American. Okay. Uh, cuisine, but go go there for their Sunday brunches. All right, dope. I I think they have unlimited mimosas. I don't drink, so I don't care. Um, <laughs> give me mimosas. Hold the champagne. What's another one? Gosh, this is awful. That's one. I love Uchiko. Oh, here, right off of Lamar. Yeah. Um, I remember we went there for a birthday party, and then we're like, "Hey, we got two hundred dollars. Do something with two hundred dollars." Is that kind of establishment? They're like two hundred dollars. Okay, bet. Everybody yeah. got two hundred dollars. Yeah. Jeez, and then they 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 cooked it, and it's Oof. it's their food is good, but it's not even about that. Have y'all been to Ichiko? Oh yeah, yeah. It's about the experience. It's great. It's a great experience. I love walking in. And you just go like, I only meet meat. Do something, and then they'll. Yeah, it's crazy. You like, pay for it. Like they're, they're, <laughs> they don't. They do have a menu, but when you just say, "Here's my money," create me an experience, and they Damn. just go off the rip. Yep. Like yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy. So Chico. Um, um, 
I do love Interstellar Barbecue mm-hmm. up in Cedar Park area. I love that place. Um, I would compare that almost to like 2M Barbecue. We were talking about this earlier to TG um, with a 2M Barbecue in San Antonio. I put them on the same level. That's that. Now, did that make that list also? Well, list the Texas Monthly Best Barbecue. Uh, I do not subscribe it's, to Texas. I don't Monthly. either, but. I'm I'm just curious because you're putting what was formerly the number one barbecue in the state. Oh, that was number one. Interstellar was number one. Number three. Oh. Oh, th- this place is number three. Interstellar was number three. Okay, my mistake. Okay. Snows was number one, right? I've never made it to Snows. This is just too far for me. I've I've, I've and I say that because and but you I, drive I, Austin City. <laughs> I know. I say that. That's what I was gonna say. I say that. And it's funny because I've gone to Lockhart for barbecue, but I won't drive to Snows. Yeah. Yeah. I get that though, man. Like I mean, it's. I guess there's nothing that way. That's a destination spot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you go... If you- yes, I have not yeah. tried that. I've heard it's great. Okay, we're back. Um, can you start talking... Go back to... You said something like going to Snows is like a destination or something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. I can, I'll, I'll figure it out. Yeah, but going to Snows is like a destination. Like, nobody is going to goddamn me, Lexington, Texas, <laughs> unless you're going to Snows. And they only open on the weekends. Yeah, it's really hard to get there. So, like, even, like... You know, you know, you know. Some people like it's like I'm off on Wednesday. That'll be a downtime. I go then. Yeah. Like you don't have that option. You go in and it's like Super Bowl every goddamn weekend. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. So that's three. Uh, <laughs> man, this is difficult. Um, I I do love me some Takaria data point. Um, I think you told me to go there, didn't you? Yeah. So it's like it's it's ranked in San Antonio's uh Mexican food rankings, mm-hmm. like taco spots. Um, they have several locations. The best location to go to is in the hood, obviously. Always uh, is. West side. Um, if you ain't the right color, man. What is that? What, what kind of color? Strap up. <laughs> Damn. Strap up. But yeah, Takaria Data Point, West Side. Uh, I love that place. Um, but if if you're not if you're not feeling that adventurous, you can go to the Days of Allah location where UTSA is. Go, <laughs> go birds. Oh go runners. Uh, you can go over there. That's where I took TG, and because uh, <laughs> he wasn't the right skin color. That that day we were kind of feeling. I don't remember what we were doing, but we were we were not trying to go. <laughs> Taylor's saying it was late. Yeah, it nine nine thirty. No, no reason to take a risk. Yeah, so we went to. I mean, but there there all the data points are on point. I'm sure if we went to the west side, it would have been a whole different experience. Sure, but yeah. we, it, was, it was still good. I love data point. Um, the oh, name man. is funny. It's just funny because they started in data point road, so. I don't want to go off on a tangent, um, but uh, uh, like San Antonio used to be a tech hub like Austin is now. So um, that's Takaria data point was across in, in the data. Interesting. Area. Anyways, I was not aware of that. Um, so what am I on now? You got one more. Oh, you got one more. One more. My favorite restaurant in Texas well, or between San Antonio, between San Antonio and, Austin. and Austin. You've only named one Austin one too. Really? <laughs> Number one. Like you said, it was Uchiko? Uh, shoot, I might have to go with Sorry Sorry in San Antonio. Sorry Sorry is a Filipino restaurant. Um, it's crazy because like it was a mom and pop restaurant first, and then the kids took over. Like, so the if you've been to a Filipino restaurant ever, like they all look pretty bad shape. Like, <laughs> like, like typical Filipino restaurant. Like, like they took from the homeland. And brought it here where they had the refrigerators out in the open and stuff. <laughs> they had the freezers on the floor and whatnot. Jeez. Like you can see everything. So usually Filipino restaurants is a, are a hybrid of restaurant slash supermarket. Mm-hmm. So um, the kids took over and it's like a total different 
dining experience. They made it, I don't want to quote say it, but they made it very Austin like or very hipster like. More modern. Yeah. More modern. And like, yeah, the the weird like gold, gold <laughs> wallpaper going on with the teal. It looks super modern. The food, I mean, the food was great before, but when the kids took over, they 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 went to work and now they have like three different locations before it was just a single location with mm. the mom and pop but these kids they know what they're doing and sorry sorry is probably the best filipino restaurant in the state of texas oh and houston has some good filipino joints don't get me wrong you have be more pacific you had be more pacific that was here in austin they closed up shop but sorry sorry is uh definitely giving them a run for their money dang good deal there you have it from uh mm-hmm our personal foodie, Chris Cataluna. All right. Um, you create a majority of the content for Trade Block. Walk us through your creative process and how, how you decide what sneakers you're going to review for the site. My creative process is... Oh, snap. This is releasing today? Oh, <laughs> let, me, let me get on it. <laughs> like, a lot of the stuff that... Uh, unless, unless it's like a Travis Scott olive. Like, that I have time to plan for. But if it's most of the stuff that I'm doing is just off the rip. Oh, I, it, it sucks to say um, a lot of the stuff that I do is more reactive instead of proactive. No, I, and, got you. I mean, sneaker culture is really hard to be proactive. I mean, yes, I look at nice drops. Shout out Gabe. Um, from nice kicks. I mean, I look at the release calendar and I can get an idea of what's going to release. But sometimes you have stuff that just releases and you don't know about it just drops or sometimes the dates get pushed back and then you have to push back your content it's just a lot of it a lot of the stuff that i do for trade block is reactive yeah. and it sucks but that's the nature of the business i have to roll with the punches no i totally agree man would you uh omaha would you say i i feel like i feel like you might have a chance to educate this uh modern sneaker enthusiast if it was like uh, uh, on this day, you know, you guys just brought Penny on as an investor or owner. Um, on this day, the Royal Phone Posit came out. This is how many people are seeking trades and this and that. So, like, I think you could do that, but you also have to appease to the constituents, and, uh, you know what I'm saying, and the masses. So, if people want Travis, give them Travis. So, in the, and I think that's where... Um I don't want to like dig myself in a hole, but I think that's where we're finding um, like Gen Z don't care about Penny Hardaway. I don't. We just talked about the attention span, man. Because Penny Hardaway can't to go, but he's he 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 he's he's legit, man. Dude, like I dare I say, Penny might have. He has the best. Sig- he has one of the best signature sneaker sneaker lines. Dude, he's pretty close to MJ, man. Yeah. Like, he, he's pretty close to MJ as far as like stature and sneaker history. And um, I think he might have the most successful retro releases when it comes to like whenever his stuff comes out. Yep. I agree. People always gear up when a penny drops, man. Yeah. And, uh, it, but going back to social media, when I put out penny videos or like penny Orlando videos, those don't hit man. And it, and those, and this is going back to what we were talking about YouTube about talking about passion projects, like the stuff like pennies I'm passionate about, bro. Mm-hmm. And when that shit don't hit, it's just like eats at my soul. Oh, <laughs> and it hurts a lot. In a way it kind of makes you look at like mortality and it's like, damn, I'm out. 
I'm the old head on the porch now? Yeah. I'm the... I mean, to be fair, I am 35. I'm, I'm, well, I'm, you're 82, I'm, I'm 87, and Daniel is... 1940s. That's okay. That's messed up. Really? You got me. Got me confused with uh, Dan is the uh, Ronald Osley of sneaker podcasting. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that means uh, Keenan don't like me then. I'm, if I'm a Osley brother, Keenan not fucking with you, bro. Nope. Yeah. All right. Uh, next Daniel Montoya is like rocking kids. Pro I kids. Wore, I, I wore kids back in the day when they were cool. Yeah. Please stop, man. Stop. <laughs> Messed up. Trying case, to appease to the kids. Case man, Swiss. Please. Man, we got some old listeners out there going. Nah, like, we yeah. do. Nah, oh, we do. I remember do the case Swiss days. Can you trade out the little? Uh, you get the pack and you can trade the colors on it. Oh yeah, I remember Dude, that. And then oh, it, I we just came out with it. So right after. happy about that. Catalonia saved you, bro. I must say, bro. <laughs> I like, must say, I don't remember that. I remember well, that. Well, yeah. Anyway, I was older. All right. But anyway, question. that's the point. Uh, it's a given that trade block is a good site to seek trades for popular sneakers. Yep. But what are some sneaky silhouettes that have a lot of traction on the site? What are a lot of what? What are some sneaky silhouettes? So like, my, let's, let's say uh, silhouettes that are off the beaten path. They're like, man, I see a lot of people are, are trading for these. Or is it all just hype? To be honest, I mean, I will say a lot of our, mo- most of our, most of our successes or our W's are found in hype sneakers. Yeah. And, um, back when trade block was like Astrolab in those days and to, for complete transparency, I was not, I did not, I was not on board when Astrolab was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, back then. So most, most of our clientele on trade block are old sneaker heads. Oh, okay. Like, Oh, it's funny because a lot of kids don't use trade block. We want, we want everyone to use Treylock, but a lot of um, people on the app are older sneakerheads or sneaker enthusiasts, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's only recently now that kids are jumping onto the app and trading for hype for hype sneakers. So I can't say that like I, I, I'm probably one of the few people. Ed's probably one of the few people that are trading their new like Travis Scott olives for sneakers like the Northern Lights as no, for sure. and it's funny because like I'll post up my W's and people will be like, "Oh, bro, you like you lost out like completely," oh. and I'm like, "No, I didn't lost out. I'm about sneaker history." But uh, I don't even remember what I traded for these. But a lot of that on the app is hype for hype, and that's cool. That's what sneaker culture is. Oh, for sure. Especially nowadays, like. But every time one of us, a uh, Wally vet- veterans, has a chance, like. Get something we've been wanting to check off the list, and you have a hype show in hand. Like I feel like, why not? Like you say, that's a win-win, bro. Yeah, that's, depends on how you uh, how you look at it. Yeah. Like- All right. Last question. You're a super fan of the inferior silhouette. <laughs> Take us home with your top five dunks of all time. All time. Yeah. It's not easy, man. It is, bro. I think Taylor did it. Oh, he did different. Yeah, oh, yeah. favorite. Yeah, I hit him with the Thanos question. I didn't even hit you with that. I mean, I'll start off with number one. My my ultimate, like, I got in this, or I got into dunks because of the diamond dunk. Like, the Tiffany diamond dunk. The real Tiffany shoe. And I have the box over there. The shoe is in there. Yes, Blasphemous in the Air Force One Tiffany box. The diamond <laughs> dunks are in there. We know what's good. Um, but yeah, that was that. that's what got me into SB dunks. Um, I love those. Uh, Omaha, why why the Tiffany dunk? Why the Tiffany dunk? Uh, what 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 uh 
what like made you gravitate to that that shoe? Were you a fan of Diamond Supply Company? So or? I was a fan of Diamond Supply by ways of being a manager at PacSun. Okay. Well, I also worked as PacSun as a regular employee, but after that, I was a manager at PacSun, and we were I was slanging Diamond Supply like no problem. I could I could up my UPT. <laughs> Do y'all know what UPT is? Yeah. Unit per transaction. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like slanging. I was like, oh. You just want one diamond shirt? Why we have like a buy to get one free or like I was slaying my UPT all the time and just selling a bunch of diamond stuff. Uh, but it also helped that I was a fan of Nikki Diamonds yeah. to begin with. So um, just to see his entrepreneurial nature and then of course seeing the uh, the Diamond Dunk Kid um, and that whole lineup thing, that whole storytelling about that. Like I mean. Top one, that, that's my top shoe. That was what I've always wanted. Um, number two would probably be MF Dooms. I love, rest in peace. Uh, MF Dooms are, are clean. Real ones, um, no. Yeah, highs. Highs. Yeah. Well, because I don't want to be MF mistaken. They have low. Uh, no, sorry, the highs. Okay, I'm thinking yeah. De La Soul in my head. Shit, I thought you But still, MF Doom, because uh, number three would be my De, De, De La Soul's mm. highs. Which one? Uh, the I like the green ones. So the brown and green? They had the white and yellow. I always get it. I always get I it confused. The brown and green initially was a high, right? Or was it a low? Which one came first? I don't recall, but yeah. it's the high. It was a high. Yeah, it was a high. Yeah, De La Soul, De La Soul's green, brown and green highs are my number three. Ooh, number four? These, it'd probably be the Northern Lights right here, just because Kanye West... Good looking shoe, man. Uh, um, this is like before all of the controversy of Kanye West. I love the inspiration of the no, shoe. For sure. Um, this is when I was like a big Kanye West fan. Ooh. Um, my brother, I look at you weird if you wasn't a Kanye West fan, man. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate like, just being honest. Like, it's he makes great music, yeah, he does. And it was surprising because like my brother was at O'Hare Airport in Chicago. Uh, and he was in a bookstore shopping. He was at, when when Complex made magazines. Mm-hmm, he was looking mm-hmm. at a Complex magazine with Kanye's face on it. And Kanye's what like, hey, what's that? And then my brother is like, oh, it's a Complex magazine. Not knowing that the guy that he's on the magazine cover was Kanye West, and the guy he's talking to <laughs> is Kanye West. Damn. And so my brother's like, my brother's chill. He's like, oh, you're Kanye West. Uh, can you sign this magazine and I'll buy it? Yeah, man. (laughs) So at home, we have an autograph with Kanye West and Complex magazine. When Complex was cool, when Complex had the reverse, (laughs) like you could read it front to back or back to front. Uh And then they had like the Echo Unlimited store where you could pick up Complex. Oh, right, right. Remember those days? Back when people Uh, read and shit like that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then number five, number five. Oh. That one's difficult. Why is this so difficult? I'm trying to like go through my repository of shoes and like remember like what I actually have. But oh my goodness. Number five, number five, number five. If you can't think of number five, what's your favorite most recent SB release? Probably uh I didn't get these on release day, but the Strange Loves Pinks mm. Dunks were are probably my favorite. Um, if we're talking Stripe Box era, like we talked about on our show, um, Clivers. I love both the Strange Loves and the Cliver. Both 
same designed by Sean Cliver of Strange Love, who designed for World Industries, Baker, um, all these skate brands. So, oh, you know what? I love those two. I know what my number five is. What you got? My number five is a European exclusive only because of COVID. The VX1000, the camcorder dunks. And that's because I'm a filmmaker. Yeah, that makes sense. So Ooh. the camcorder dunks based off of the Sony VX1000. Um, it's a very popular, you can't really find them anymore, the, that camera model, because it's like an old relic. But if you can find one in great conditions, they go upwards of like $2,000 mm. um, for a VHS camera. Damn. It's just in... I mean, it's like tried and true. A lot of uh, skate shops, a lot of skaters still film with the VX1000 if they can. If not, they try to buy cameras that are very closely aligned with that model and put that giant fish fisheye lens on it to get as close to that vintage. Mm. I love that shoe so much. I've rocked it to hell. And I'm probably going to need to trade for another one or buy them straight up because it's funny because I wear that shoe so much. I don't know it right it's like one of those beaters that are at the door but i know what it is sure but it doesn't play in my mind like oh i'm wearing my vx 1000 these european exclusives mm-hmm. based off of skate history it's because you buy shoes for a different reason yeah that's always rare too man like when you have the amount of shoes that we have um and you love a shoe that much to where it's like shit i didn't know the pair of these yeah that's for sure yep. you, you can get the clivers by the way for $118 on, on, sea, on Seashore. <laughs> I don't know what Seashore is. I don't know anything don't about that either. Know, uh, but if they're, if they're, if they're going to promote the show and give us uh, yeah, they some give us nah. commercial property. Nah, nah, nah. Seashore Gate. No, 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 no. We're good. <laughs> We're good on that. Come on the show. All right, right everybody. On, that Jay was Park. Chris Catalona. Yay. <laughs> he's, you can't see him right now, but he's gliding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now it's time uh for your favorite uh, segment of the show, for the feet or for the streets. Uh, first up, we got uh, AJKO, Kentucky, and Shadow Colorways. Kaluna, you're our guest. For the feet. I, oh, I love AJKOs. I remember Broke Boy status and, <laughs> and like having uh, the Royal Toe AJKOs. Yep. I have. I mean, I I was even a big fan of these Union AJKOs. Mm. When they released those hoes, I was like, oh, my goodness. Yep. You're, you're a leather or a canvas guy. Right? I'm canvas. canvas. Canvas AJKOs all the way. The leather is cool, but. Anybody know what AJKO stands for? Air Jordan knockoff for all the youngsters. Yep. Yeah. But, I, yeah, I remember those broke days, and you couldn't have the real deal. So, hey, man. AJKOs. Team Jordans, let's go. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, Team Jordans are a different story. <laughs> Hey, sometimes you're poor. It's, it kind of is a team of Jordan. Come on, man. It's the same concept. Yeah, yeah. You know? I don't know if I'd... I don't, I don't think know. I've ever rocked a team Jordan before. Uh, you'll rather wear your Montoya, blue well, uh, the, the blues are for the streets, but the shadows are for the feats. Damn. Yeah. I, but my wife, who is from Kentucky and is a UK fan, she would kill me for that comment. But I mess with the blue, man. It's just not my. I'm not. I'm not a big like it's, blue so, shit so guy. So it's, it's for the street for me. Uh, that's something I'll enjoy watching uh, Catalonia wear other people. Mm-hmm. But um, I just that rounded back on the AJKL man. It kind of fucks with me, man. So, sure. What well, uh, TG? You want to get on the mic? What, what what is it for you, bro? Street. He you can't hear him. It's the street. We've got we don't have omnidirectional microphones, Taylor. It's for the streets. These are, this All is right. a good microphone. Sorry. Next up. 
Kobe for a pro Mamacita. Mm. I'm gonna let people who want them get it. Uh, I don't, no disrespect to Kobe, but I've I I'm, I know I'm gonna get hate on this. I oh shit. I no I I love Kobe as a player. I just I was never one. So I I of course I lived through the basketball era of sneakers. Yeah, but I would Kobe's. Have never done anything for me until he started getting into the sock liner type shoes. But I'll let people who want them get them. Not me, my friend. Um, it's for the. It's not even. No, it's it's not. For it don't the match feet. what you have on too. It's, it's yep. for the streets. But I am going for trade bait. Mm. Okay, there you go. You on trade block or uh, maybe mm. I, I haven't done a trade with you guys yet, but maybe. It's, it's, uh, it's I'd not, offer you free trade credit, but that's not my bag. Ed, holla at your boy. <laughs> Junior, what you think? I'm going to agree with both of you. It's it's for the streets. For the streets? It's for the trade block bait. Um, right. oh, oh, y'all are crazy. Give me them. Give me all your pairs. Enter for me. Wear them. Kobe's a legend. Damn, he got up for that one. Yeah, but he wasn't alive for these shoes. So that's I think that's more incentive of why I don't Be- Before want TG shoes. stirs the pot, I am a Kobe fan. Sure. Yeah. I like his commercials. It's, it's just... Um, but I mean, I think we can all remember before he passed. So Kobe's weren't selling like this. Yeah. So I feel like it was an influx of uh, you know, hype. People, you know, what I'm saying, wanting to buy it, and then the nasty side of reselling where he died. And yep. People bought up, you know, team team Kobe's, um, to resell them because he died. Um, and shout out to the retailers and resellers who have a brick and mortar who like kind of put a, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying a halt on on that. But um, I think it's going to go back to they're finally about to start pumping these back out. It's going to go back to a time where it's just like, yeah, RP to Kobe, but yeah, these are cool. No, I'm not saying I don't like them. I like them, but then (laughs) I'm. I'm, Yeah. Yeah, they're going to buy no matter what. Even with them pumping out like. So if they pump out as many as a John Morant, people will buy them. All right. I do love those John Morant shoes, though. Yeah. Yeah. We shall see. Blue and pink. All right. Um, lastly, Air Jordan 1 Retro High OG Cement. Uh, so there are three materials or patterns that I'm a sucker for. <laughs> Cement, camo, and denim. Mm. Um, depending on what silhouette you put it on, yeah. you got me. A C-Man Jordan 1 high, like done right, like not like, you know, with a jump man tongue or some shit like that. <laughs> I mean, so for the feet for your boy. Junior, what you think? Go ahead, go ahead and I'll 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 go ahead and break the glass on this one. Um Is there a version that's worse than for the trash than what Keenan said? Because that's where these shoes go, baby. See. Don't even they don't even need to be recycled. They need to be incinerated. For the incinerator. Sour pants and showed up, y'all. <laughs> Not sweet pants. Where he Sour, been? Sour Where pants he been? Up. He right. normally shows up And that was Taylor time. Clapping, by the way. Catalona. I'm not a fan of these. Uh, again, I'm a sucker for cement print, but this ain't it. <laughs> um, I know what they're doing. They're trying to cater to people like you, but I don't know. I just, I just feel it's kind of lazy. And I mean, don't get me wrong. The Jordan 1 is an easy shoe to just drop so many colors on, but this just looks one. It looks tacky. It looks, it looks gross. Um, I feel I don't, and don't get me wrong. I know the resale is probably going to be 
that of like, do you remember the game or the game Royal release mm-hmm. where um, everyone wanted them then post no one wanted them. <laughs> and then like a year later, they like skyrocket to like 600 bucks. I feel like that's what's going to happen with this shoe. Well, we know what TG did by his uh, loud applause yeah. and slow clap. Yeah. Um, but in the words of Kanye West, I don't care what none of y'all say. I still love her. <laughs> there you go. So, and that is for the feet or for the streets. All right. Lastly, we got some fan mail um, right on time from a uh, Reverend Fat. I'm going to read this. This is a pretty lengthy one, but I felt like uh, it was impactful. Um, interesting takes this week regarding topic of whether sneaker culture is killing sneaker stores. In my experience, part of that is true. I think Kylo mentioned how it's hard to agree that sneaker culture is killing local sneaker stores when we exist in a sneaker bubble, um, which is the culture, and there are sneaker consumers outside of the culture. This is true, and many of them are the ones keeping our big box stores alive. I think, however, there is an increasing number of casual sneaker consumers um, are becoming window shoppers of the culture, meaning they are hoping to snag a pair of quote-unquote cool sneakers to impress people they know are a part of the culture. Also in smaller markets, these window shoppers are asking for shoes that the StockX sneakers, goat babies are wearing, hoping that mom and pop or local shoe stores has them. I've experienced them leaving the, the uh, le- leaving with nothing because their hopes were dashed trying to cop some cool kicks. Sorry for such a long one to take, but I am a preacher. LOL. <laughs> No, I totally agree, man. Um, I think what irks me the most as a retailer is kids don't even try to educate themselves now. So you just blindly walk around asking for shit that, like, you're interested because of how popular it is. But yet, you and you know how much it costs because you looked on stock is, but you casually sashay your ass into kicking it and you <laughs> say, hey, man, you got any more Travis Scott's love? What do you think? <laughs> My favorite is when they walk into the store and then think y'all are a resale store. Yep. Oh, dude. Every day, right? Y'all got any Cherry 11s? Y'all, <laughs> y'all got any uh, Oreo 4s? You know what I'm saying? It's just like, educate yourself, man. Like, that's half of the battle. Like, and then maybe that's just the educator in me, but it's like, okay, this shop is a retail shop. So let me cut these three out. Now, everywhere else, let me call and maybe save myself a trip in gas money because gas isn't cheap and try to like see if they have my size and the shoe I'm looking for. So uh, as the old heads, we got to kind of educate them. But like also it's parts of it where it's like, I don't think they want to be educated. Yeah. True. True. So. All right. Um, appreciate fat as always, man. Um, then, then we have our weekly uh, contribution from the homie Amato. Um, C&D. Respect for the shout and C's pronunciation of my name. Good for you. I do not want to get Taylor feeling himself too much, but damn. the Gas con- me up, baby. Gas <laughs> me all the way up. <laughs> but damn, the convo with him had my attention um, start to finish. <laughs> I don't know why you told us that, do that, man, right? That's why you came yeah. just for this? I, uh, I, I never camped for sneakers. I'm a generation too old for that. I'm more more to travel to another country or state and chill at a local spot and cop a tea or brim. So his camping road trip stories were amazing for me. I'm from Illwaukee, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, but I but I always had a soft spot for the right coast. 
I even married in Jeez. NYC, the birthplace of hip hop and the art mecca he ain't of this fit country. In this garage now. Jesus Christ, <laughs> man. Um, Milwaukee? Question. Milwaukee. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah. Milwaukee, I've never Wisconsin. heard that before. That's, that's like how Austin thinks they have the best tacos, right? Is I that like a self proclaimed thing? No. There ain't nothing ill about Milwaukee. Hey, man. Out, man. He's from Domerville, man. They got Giannis. Um, uh, question, go to the question from the Perez. List your top five culturally significant b-ball sneakers that are not Jordan or Nike. Whoop. Thank you, respectfully, Amaro Rodriguez Jr. All right. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of agreeing with Cataluna on this one. I'm glad I had the prescript. But mine are uh, in order. Number mm-hmm. one, Reebok question mid. OG colorway with the red toe. Um, Reebok answer four. Mm. I'm torn on if I wanted to go with the um, black and gray or the white with the red toe with a little bit of gray on the side. Um, Number three, Reebok Kamikaze 2. That was like my first, like, yep, Sean Kemp, Rain Man. That was like my first signature signature basketball sneaker that my mom got me. Mm -hmm. So, like, that always holds a special place in my heart. Um, Adidas T Mac One, that shoe had every middle schooler <laughs> in a chokehold when it first came out. Man, it was like very uh, transcendent of the game. And last but not least, uh, five Reebok Shack Gnosis. Those are solid. Got some? What's your most memorable? Taylor, Taylor is saying we're missing a one. big one. Memorable non Nike, yeah. probably non man flights, not Nike or Jordan. What was command flight? What, what brand? Yeah, oh, not Nike, not Nike yeah. or or Jordan. Well, I was about to say I was, the two that I was saying was crazy. The crazy was cool, the crazy man, eight. but like, eh. I mean, well, I I I remember when that was a growing up in high school, eight. a lot of kids wore. Is it? I don't I don't I don't think I can create a top list for right, that. Right. Uh, especially there's no write up. Um, oh my god! But uh, I remember all the kids were wearing uh, Tim Duncan's Adidas. That was a good time when it was a K, uh, Duncan, KG, Gilbert Arenas. Um, damn, it was two more of them. It was like a starting five of them. Right. Oh, T Mac. Um, it was somebody else, man. Like all those shoes were going like pretty much half off. Yeah. And I could get my thirty percent discount, and that's yep. when I was playing like intramural ball at UT. Yep. I literally like would get a refund check, bro, and buy like. It's killing me. I don't remember what the Tim Duncan shoe was called. I know what you're talking about. It was big and bulky, though. I yeah, do remember that big shit, man. How are, you, how are you gonna forget the Reebok pump? <laughs> That's culturally significant. He didn't say good. Did he, he say culturally he, significant? Yeah. No, it, it, the it top is. ten, right? The I just, Reebok. I, uh, I thought he said a Reebok top 10 pump. He I said did. the answer, the question, the kamikaze, and the shock gnosis. Oh, yeah. gotcha. he, he, yeah. he he was driving around it basically. I, I just didn't live it. No, 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 no. You know I, I remember, dude. I, I I remember that commercial just blew. I, my I, mind. I know I about like, like D Brown and uh, you know No Look Dunk and shit yeah, like that. Yeah. But like, I just didn't live. TJ, you got something you want to get on my? Jump on over here. Or what? I think you want to say the, the Adidas top ten? You gonna say Kobe, 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 Kobe? You gonna go Kobe? What was <laughs> it? I would swap out Shaq Gnosis. Oh, he said he would swap out the Shaq Gnosis for the Shaq Attack. Dude, once you get Snacky to a size Shaq twelve, attack. Shaq Attacks just look ginormous. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a size down but anyway alright anything else Junior it's gonna be a fun episode to edit yeah it, yeah it is 
It is. You, you did it to yourself. I didn't do anything. Uh, going at Catalonia like that. But, Whatever. Uh, from my co-host, Junior, uh, the peanut gallery that is TG, and I guess uh, Chris Cataluna, a.k.a. Glide Drexler. Um, you know how we end every episode. If it is to be, it's up to me. Whether you're seeking a promotion at a gig, um, hollering at a baddie, or going after that most coveted pair of sneakers, we'll holler at you next week. <gasps> Peace.